Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, this is Greg Prado, author of the books Take It Off, Kiss Truly Unmasked, as well as The Eric Carr Story, amongst many others. You're listening to the Shouted Out Loudcast with Tom and Zeus. Rock and roll! Oh boy. Here we go. This is Gene Simmons. Put that cookie down. Kiss. Stop pressing the button. Star. Broker Simmons. Star. Paul Stanley. Is that what he does? Stop shouting. He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh no, here come the kiss times. Is that a positive thing? Okay. Alright. I'm gonna grab me an ice cold mellow To the fan, stop it. Why? Because fuck them. That's what we're talking about. 617 525 You do? Hey, fuck them. Do you like kiss? Settle down. Hello. Hey, what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus with some other handsome fellow. Another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 179. Creatures Fest Review Part 2. Electric Boogaloo. I say and, who, and who's who's the handsome hot oil treatment <laughs> hairdo guest we have today? And why we're delayed. Yeah, we, we, we're going to tell everybody we're delayed because he had to have the hot oil treatment. He had to let it dry off. It's it's the handsome Joey Casada. Maybe so. Listen, if you're gonna if you're gonna pimp out my hot oil treatment, at least give me props. It's the VO5. Oh, okay. Hot oil okay. treatment. That's the only one on the market out there. You okay. want gorgeous locks like me instead of what Tom has on his head. <laughs> you you try you the VO5 to- hot oil treatment. You beat me to it. The only hot oil <laughs> I got pouring over my head is myself. <clears throat> How are you, boys? Thanks for having me on. Oh, yeah. Great to have you. Back-to-back uh, big guests covering Creatures Fest. So uh, what's going on, my friend? Creatures Fest obviously was an incredible time. I can't I can't wait to get into it. But first, Tom, I want to send my condolences. Hmm. I'm so, 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 so sorry what happened. Uh, I love you, brother. I, we never even met before Creatures Fest. But when we met at Creatures Fest, I felt like I knew you for years. Uh, totally heartbroken. So sorry to send my love to the family. 
I will. Joey, thank you so much. I love you too, buddy. And I'm so glad we finally met in person. I appreciate those words very much. And uh, I'm, I'm glad, glad to call you a friend for, for now, for now, once we get into the show, I don't know if I'll call you a friend, but for right now, I'm glad to call you a friend, buddy. So thank you. Well, I mean, we'll get into this a little later, but you did not feel the thunder of Joey Licious's lips <laughs> on your cheek like someone did. Is that before or after you gave everybody in Nashville COVID? <laughs> Whoa! I did not come from me. Stop it. It's a, there's a, maybe a 30% chance it came from me, but I, I definitely left there with COVID. I didn't come with it, but I left there with it. Oh, good, good. And Tom, you weren't as lucky as me. This is the second time meeting Joey for me in person. That's, that's right. Oh, that's right. You saw him at the show in Worcester. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. And then guess what happened after that show in Worcester? What happened to me? You got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> COVID Casada. <laughs> I spread my love everywhere. What do you want me to do? Yes, you Instant do. Instant COVID. <laughs> got Jimmy Fox thing. Instant aid. <laughs> I lose your weight. Um, Joey. Um, I just want to correct the record. You guys have been, I don't know, how long have we known you now? Two, three years? A couple of years, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right? of course. It was yeah. the first meeting in person for Tom. That's right. And second for me. Yep. And uh, we couldn't think of another better person we'd rather have on this show to discuss stupidity, hilarity, fun, <laughs> stupid, silly shit. Then Joey Casada to review the second part of Creature. Stop Fence. it, right? You know, you guys only bring me on when it's time to talk shit about somebody <laughs> or something. Let's go. We that's the case. We'd have you on every episode because that's all <laughs> that's we do. Point. But the funny thing about that, Joey, is as soon as we invite you, you're like, oh, come on, right away. Oh, who we ba- who we bashing this week? We're not bashing anybody. <laughs> who do we got to kill? Let's do yeah, it. Exactly. Maybe, maybe maybe one person will be doing a little bashing this week. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we always uh, go backwards before we go forward. Last week we did a poll, and it was pretty straightforward, right? Yeah. So last week we we covered Creatures Fest the first few days with the the lovely and talented Courtney Cronin Dold, the comedian. So she was on. She joined us for the first time. Uh, and the poll was pretty simple. We just uh, asked everybody which meet and greet would you have wanted to do if you were a Creatures Fest, and it was Ace, Bruce, Vinny, or Peter. And uh, of course, the Ace cult showed up in full force. Forty-two oh. percent said Ace, thirty-two percent said Bruce. 22% said Peter and poor Vinny, 4%. That's, that's insane. <laughs> come on. Come on. Now, now we were lucky Wait, enough to, yeah, to. You guys did how many of those? All we of them. them all. We did them all. Give me your, what, what's your take? What do you, what's number one? Oh, not even close, Peter. Not even close. It's one of the high, I will remember that for the rest of my life. But just because of the photo op or just the experience or the organization, what? A little bit of you, everything. You know what it was like because you were the drummer right you had your peter and you had your eric i i wore his costume when i was five years old i always loved peter more than any of course and it came to the point you're like fuck i gotta meet this guy before he dies and i'll regret it the rest of my life i i got a chance to meet him i i it's a bucket list thing for me yeah okay so i've seen ace in concert i've done bruce has been on with us and um who's the fucking other one Vinny, uh, <laughs> it's interesting. He's interesting, but I don't know. So is a car accident. Uh, I'll so, be on. I'll I'll be honest with you, and we'll get into it as we kind of rolled up, roll through the rest of the weekend. I, 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 we had, we've had Bruce on the show. I love Bruce, one of my all-time favorites. Ace, I was a little, I was expecting a little bit more from that. Um, I'll tell you right now, 
the Vinny thing shocked me about how much I enjoyed that. And we'll, and we'll yeah, get into well, it. We'll the Vinny, it. the Vinny thing was, <laughs> the Vinny thing was surprising in a positive way. We'll, we'll get, we'll get into that. But what uh, about, wait a minute. What about you? What about you, booger? <laughs> Who me? Yeah. yeah, I didn't do. I mean, I didn't do any of the meet and greets. But no, no, no. no. Let's say you've never met them before, and this is your oh, it's not even close, Peter. Hundred, but not even. Of, yeah, of course. Not even a question. Yeah. I remember. I think it was. God, it must have been the late eighties. I was in. I was living in Manhattan at the time, uh, or even like the very, very early nineties. And I was just walking down the street on Sixth Avenue one day, and I had never met anyone in Kiss at this point, <clears throat> and I was at a red light. And standing next to me, I still, to this day, don't know if it was him or not. I'm almost, I'm 98% positive it was Peter Chris. <laughs> and I almost shit my pants. Yeah. I, I turned around and, and I, I knew I recognized the guy. Light turned, he starts walking, I start walking. I, and in my brain, I'm like, oh my God, holy shit, was that just Peter Chris? Never nice. forgot it. And then years later, I got to be friends with him and meet him a lot. And I hung, I got, I got a good hour with him at Creatures Fest, me and him hung out. Yeah. They were, it was, Incredible. He's a sweetheart. I will say the short amount, the short uh, Zeus did the full blown meet and greet. I, we, we we both did the photo op, but even just those few minutes of him just talking, he, he's, he, you can tell he's a, he's a, he's a kind old man. You know what I mean? He's right yeah. Here. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Well, cause he's Italian. That's where Italians wear oh, that. That's, I love that's it. all we were talking about. We Passionate. So, whenever yeah. I talked to him. So I brought my book. Peter hadn't seen me since he did the forward to my book. And I had him sign my book and we talked about it a lot. And we were skimming through pictures. He goes, oh, what's this? Tell me about that. Tell me about that. <laughs> I'm assuming, obviously, he never read it. It's a fairly big, big book. As it is? Like, yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and, uh, so we were talking about Brooklyn and Italians. And I was, you know, I was yelling about the sisters, dolls, guys. Oh, those guys are not Italian. He goes, no, what are you talking about? Of course, they are Italian. I said, those guys are Italian? I said, they're Australian. He said, no, but they're Italian. Their last name is, what's their last name? Do you remember? Like uh, mulatto, it's something. Yeah, mulatto. Yeah, like I think it's mulatto. It's mulatto. Yeah, something like Maletto. that. Like ben a mulatto Austin cookie, and something. Bryce. Yeah, and uh, and then he started. Peter went on to this tirade about stuff. I forget what he said. Something, and then I think I said, Peter, I don't know if we could say that anymore. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, don't even get me started. You can't say anything these days. When I grew up. We used to call this guy, this guy, this and that, and oh, yep. the, the slurs were flying all over the place. My old hockey we coach, were that's crying, what laughing, like. crying, laughing. This was, and he's literally as we're we're literally throwing slurs at each other. He's walking <laughs> on stage to go see Bruce from the dressing room with me. Oh, that's <laughs> it awesome. was great. I'll if see anyone, you later, you fucking beep. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone heard this conversation, he would be banned from the internet right now. Me and him. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's awesome. awesome. That's so cool. But yeah. Anyway. So, Let's get back to the poll. Yeah. So just a couple of quick comments. You know, everybody had their own opinions of what they would have wanted to do. Some of the most of the comments were relatively serious. You know, like you said, wanting to see Peter because it was your idol. Um, our buddy Sean DeHaan, my uh, my vinyl geek cohort, he said Vinny only because he's met everyone else. So that was that he's he had met everybody else. A uh, lot of people with write-ins for Peter. Um, it seems like the P, you know, the Ace Cult voted, but a lot of the comments were, were Peter. Um, everybody loves Peter, brute. Yeah, everybody Peter's loves just brute. genuine. That's why yeah. Peter. You know the meet and greets are the meet and greets. But Peter, when you meet him, any experience I've ever, I've ever had with him, or anyone that I've known that's had with him, he's just genuine. He doesn't want. Yeah. It's not selling you a product or selling you this or doing. It. He's just talking to you like a regular guy. Yep. Yep. 
Um, and then a couple of episode specific comments, just because that, that was some stuff talking about the poll. Um, some episode stuff. Uh, James Six Star said that was hilarious when Courtney said that Peter's hair was quote Dracula black. You remember that when she, t- <laughs> yeah. when she talked about how, how dark his, his hair was. Um, Wally Vidal Espinosa, he said, glad to have you all back. When Zeus quoted the Ace Paul doll, remember we talked about the Ace Paul doll? And oh. you said, and you said in, in Ace's voice, kiss me, I'm beautiful. <laughs> um, and then that's a, I just want to kind of segue over a little bit. We got tons of great feedback welcoming us back and everybody was really happy to hear us. And we, we, we appreciate that more than you guys know. Uh, feedback was great in general and, uh, and feedback was great on the episode. So we want to fly through this, um, couple things there on Twitter, Zeus. I'm not sure if you got anything on, on, uh, yeah, I just got a couple quick ones here. Okay. You're right, Tom. I don't, I'm not going to go through everybody, you know, obviously wishing you well and yeah. welcome us back. There were a couple fun things in here. Um, Adam Nirenberg, um, cause I'm bringing this one up because I want to get Joey's take. Aaron Nirenberg has the thing of, uh, that meme with Gene underneath the sewer and it says oh. the kid want to buy a parking lot t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody asked us the question and said, do you guys think that kiss have a hand in the parking lot t-shirts? Because it seems like it's the same people at every venue. And <laughs> I made the joke that it is Gene. Fuck the other guys. <laughs> Tell them for 20 bucks. I'm not splitting this shit with Paul. Whatever they don't sell, he sends it to the guys and they travel with them. I drew pennies into the street in Chinatown because I knew he would run out and retrieve them. I used to just stand on the curb and fling them, and he would run into the gutter to get the coins. Yeah, the pocket lot t-shirts have little money bag logos on that nobody else can see. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you 20 bucks and all the diabetes flavored fucking Gene Simmons soda you can drink. <laughs> Here, take this duffel bag full of shitty T-shirts. Sell them on the corner right there. I will tell you firsthand, I have a box of those T-shirts because when oh, we yeah. toured with them, yep. their their production guy, their uh, merch guy, Rob, who we played cards with every day, and we swindled, swindled them out of money every day. He used to pay us in real T-shirts, but he would come when they would confiscate all the bootlegs. He would say, guys, we're throwing these out anyway. What do you, what do you want from here? I still have, I must have... 35 bootleg kiss t-shirts which by the way are absolutely better than the real things every one of them do i say the same thing i have i have like three i have like three parking lot kiss shirts they're they're awesome they're great yeah great (laughs) i still i used to every time i saw them at the garden when i was a kid I would never buy the T-shirt inside the, the arena. I'd buy them from the fucking homeless guys on the on the street. Eight bucks, three bucks, whatever the hell it was. Dude, it's well, my the same guys. It's the same crew working every stadium. <laughs> they work for me. Quiet. Yeah. We got one when we went to, when we went to the uh, the Freedom to Rock show in Worcester, Mass. We, we I remember I bought I bought a parking lot T-shirt and the front logo, like the graphics were was amazing. It had you know Paul, Gene, Eric, and Tommy. It was you know beautiful. But then on the back. It had Paul, Gene, Ace, and Peter. <laughs> and it said freedom to rock with all the tour dates. But I was like, hey, I'll take it. Who gives a shit? Of course. Exactly. It's, it's a tenth the price. <laughs> exactly. Hey, I'll, I'll wrap this stuff on uh, our Loudcasters group. A couple quick ones. Uh, somebody named Joey Casada said, welcome back, you two mopes. Who's that? I don't know. Uh, Michael Farrell, welcome back. Crazy Nights and Revenge. 
aren't sister albums. Oh, Jesus. Jericho rules. But what the fuck, dude? Did uh, somebody spike his drinks? How great was that conversation that night? Dude, I have it on unbelievable? tape. Unbelievable. <laughs> that was one of the most fun. Uh, he goes, I go, revenge and crazy. Oh, if you, if you listen to it, I go, no, 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 no. Put, put the sauce down, Jericho. We love you to pieces. You're our friend. Those two albums don't even exist in the same universe. Well, because we start, I think we started the conversation. We were, t- I was talking about how. Creatures and Lick It Up go together. Animalize yes. and Asylum go together. Yes. And so on and so forth. He's like, yeah. And, and, and he said uh, Crazy Nights and Revenge. I'm like, no, dude, but you 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 forgot Hot in the Shade is in between there. That's right. Hot in right. the Shade is way more a sister album to Crazy Nights than, than, totally. yes. than Revenge. Yes. He's like, oh, come on. He, he had no <laughs> idea. I don't even think he knew what city he was in. <laughs> And then we all were like, yeah, but he'll be ready to go in the morning. Oh, and he, wa- and he was. And we're going to get to that. That'll be part of the thing. So before we do that, let's wrap up feedback. Unless you got anything yeah, left. Yeah, yeah I got a, just oh, yeah, a go couple ahead. last quick things. Yeah, yeah, here. yeah. Cool. So we're done with Facebook. Let's get over to uh, our Instagram was packed this time again. Nice. Uh, Jericho himself. Welcome back, boys. Um, we got... Uh, Please, please send one. For, give me some one from my boy, Heavy Mayo. I love the way you guys say the, the Heavy Mayo. Speaking of All Heavy right. Mayo, yeah, speaking of ahead. Heavy Mayo, he just got an unbelievable rock and roll over album cover tattoo all oh, down I the side s- of I saw it. Yeah. Fucking fantastic. And I know he's listened. So Heavy Mayo, well done, buddy. That's a beautiful tat you got there. Yeah. He, he just needs to go to the gym to get like a muscle <laughs> on that arm. Because that bicep was was kind of puny. Let's be blunt. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Uh, over on YouTube. I can't even do it, Tom. Over on- <laughs> He's got COVID just because I'm on. Look at that. Exactly. Relapse. Uh, over on YouTube. YouTube. Uh, our buddy, Mr. Antonio, 2005. Welcome back, TNZ. Great recap, part one. And the brief audio of the conversations with Peter and Jericho were priceless. Mm. Thank you. And uh, you'll hear some more stuff a little bit. Just be patient, guys. That's right. And that's what I got, Tom. All right. Let's finish up with a wonderful email from our good friend, Joey Romanek. Uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I think I am. Um, He says, Tom and Zeus, welcome back. My day was made when I woke up Saturday morning and saw a freshly minted shouted out loudcast episode. I listened to a portion of it during my weekly Saturday morning run and then finished the episode yesterday morning at the gym. I stumbled across shouted out loudcast several months ago after listening to, to a few other kiss and music related podcasts. And I was immediately hooked on first listen. I thought, all right, these guys are funny. Let me keep listening and see what's up with them. I like the way that you came up with interesting ways to talk about kiss. And I loved how you gave the band as much shit as you did praise. And the way that you guys talk and interact with each other is so casual. For anyone listening, it's truly just like shooting this shit with your friends. So I listen every morning at the gym, during my run, and in my car. As a real estate agent in the Tampa area, I do a lot of driving, and listening to you became a part of my daily routine. I realize the show is more than a Kiss show. It's almost an 80s pop culture show built around Kiss and 70s and 80s hard rock. It's probably why we all have the same sense of humor and love for obscure 80s shit. So far, the only thing I haven't heard you talk about is about is which was a better bike, a GT or a red line. It's definitely Ooh, red, red line. lines. Dude, GTs, GTs are awesome. A red line. I was always a diamondback guy. That was my bike. I, I had a mongoose. 
I had a mongoose. Mongoose. Did yep. you have the mushroom grips? I had, oh, I had a mushroom grip and it's Skyway Mags, baby. <laughs> Mags. Yes. <laughs> what were the seats too? The kind of seats, the different seats. Oh, like the um not a banana seat. That's from where they were like, Air, they, were like call, they were called like arrow seats or something. Yeah, like I that. forget what it was. Yeah, yeah my so, bike was all all hopped up. See, this is what happens, Joe. You talk about 80s BMX bikes. Now we're doing now we're gonna still get another sidecast. Um then he continues. He said, Let's not forget about the community. The Loudcaster group is awesome, completely devoid of any stupid fighting and arguing about KISS that you see in other groups. And I've connected with a bunch of these guys on social media. I remember when I first made a comment on social media that got read on the show. When I heard Zeus say my name, I was like, holy shit, they're reading my comment. Took my phone to the living room, played it for my wife. She asked me (laughs) what it was from, and I told her it was from a KISS podcast I listened to. She stared at me and said, kiss the band. (laughs) (laughs) So so now in the mornings when she's listened to podcasts about business in real estate, she's asking me if I'm listening to, quote, that kiss podcast. (laughs) But here's the thing. I've listened to all episodes, including ARC, with the podcaster with the most horrendous taste in music. Sonny (laughs) Pooney. Now, now, now that's Joey saying that, not me. He says, I mean, come on. The guy hates Rush, but he likes heat? That's absurd. <laughs> well, I was about to call this guy an idiot, but now that he hates now, Sonny now Looney, I, I love this guy. And then, he, and then he finishes up by saying, now that I've heard all the episodes, what am I going to listen to now? So I just want to- Top five with Joey? Yeah, exactly. Oh, one that we love that. Uh, so I just want to thank you guys for giving me something cool, fresh, and funny to listen to for the last six months. And that goes for Sonny, Murph, Local Tampa guy, Chris Jericho, as well. I'll keep looking forward to Saturdays, and maybe I'll see you at the next Vinny Vincent Shred Fest. Peace out, Girl Scout Joey. Fucking amazing email, Joey. We love you, buddy. And for that, taking the time to write all those wonderful things, you are the comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. Like the way you think. I'm going to be watching you. Joey, I love how you're bragging to your wife about (laughs) Zeus mentioning you on the podcast. If that doesn't tell you what kind of stupidity you guys have in the Shout It Out Loudcast (laughs) group, when you say there's no arguing among, of course there's no arguing among each other. They're all idiots. That's true. And you're you're a guest idiot. I'm I'm always in there. I love those guys. Perfect. Perfect. That's a great one. Thanks, Joey. Thank you, Joey. And Tom, what we do next is we always uh, give a shout out to our Patreon family. Uh, Patreon is where if people want to come on and help the show out, they uh, take a look at the tiers we have. We have all sorts of tiers, obviously named after the demon, star child, spaceman, and Catman. Different tiers, different things that we offer. And uh, it also helps the show out tremendously. Our Patreon family has been there since beginning of last year, and they have done so many great things for us. And uh, we can't thank them enough for their support. And their support goes directly into the show and helps us out. So we get the stuff in the comments all the time. How can we help the show? Well, you want to help the show? Patreon's a great way to do it. And we can't thank you guys enough. And we're going to mention in in in. And Tom, I'm going to give a little special shout out because during the last couple of weeks while we were off, I had a birthday. And during uh, this time, one of our favorite Patreons 
and favorite people. And he's all over our website. If you want to look at the loudcasters, Mr. Jim Riley. Oh God. Already did a uh, cameo for us for the holidays. When he did, Bruce did one. He got Bruce to do a cameo for us. That's right. He wanted to uh, give me a birthday present. So he got me a cameo, Tom. Oh yeah. I'm going to leave it for you to describe what he got me. Okay. So this is what we love about our fans. They listen to the show. They get our ridiculous sense of humor. So every once in a while, we it, it's been a few weeks. So it's been more than a few weeks, obviously, because of everything that's going on. But once in a while, we'll, we'll veer into like porn and star conversation. I see Joey's starting to be like, ooh, <laughs> what, what, po- what, what po- Once in a while? <laughs> All right. Maybe every week. So we started talking about, I, I misspoke and I ended up correcting myself two weeks later. We started talking about PJ Sparks. Somebody brought her up, one of the listeners, and I was like, oh, yeah, she used to be hot, and she put on a lot of weight and blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, oh, I, I, I issued a correction. I said, oh, I meant to say Lisa Sparks, who <laughs> is now a very large woman, okay? And, of course, people are like, oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about, Lisa Sparks, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Jim Riley got a birthday cameo for Zeus from Lisa Sparks. Come on. The most ridiculously hilarious. Th- I I actually felt bad a little bit for Lisa. She's a very I, I, she, she's a very I, lovely woman. Very, very I will lovely. say this: ten seconds into that birthday shout out, she was out of breath. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. Oh, reminds, me a little, reminds me a little Sunny Pooney. Oh. <laughs> Dude, God bless her. But obviously, she knows what she's doing. Her. They look like, I don't know, like shopping bag, plastic bags of sand for boobs hung over. Speaking of flapjacks, like that. those oh. are flapjacks. Onion bags. Oh, yeah. This is what loudcasters do. Jim Riley, you are fucking hilarious. And thank you for that. And oh, yeah, by the way, this is a shout out to our Patreons. <laughs> In case we forgot. Tom, you want to add anything? No, we love our patrons. You guys are the best. I mean, whether you're doing ridiculous things like uh, getting cameos for us or, or you know, contributing to the show uh, to help us keep, you know, upkeep with our equipment, our recording, everything that we do, materials, et cetera. We love you guys and we can't thank you enough. So if you're interested, patreon.com or Patreon the app, search for us. There's a couple of different tiers. Uh, you join, we can, you get stickers, you get involvement with the show, t-shirts, you get to vote on polls, etc. So check us out. And uh, anybody that is interested, we're more than grateful if you decide to jump in. And for all the people that are current patrons, uh, we love you guys. So thank you. Before we dive all the way right into the show now. So I want to just thank you on behalf of all your fans Uh-oh. for cutting down the mailbag segment. This <laughs> thing was getting so out of control. <laughs> We're talking, I think one episode, and I'm dumb enough to listen through it. I think you were pushing three hours on just the mail. Oh, shut up. You were right or hovering around the three hour mark, and we would still, I mean, heavy mayo like had his fourth comment in or something. (laughs) But see, you know what? This is how dumb Joey is. He goes, yeah, you had a three-hour mail episode. And it's probably because it was a mailbag episode. <laughs> oh, you wait, you have those? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Every year we do one. Oh, I was like, what the hell? How can they still be reading mail? Well, <laughs> regardless, most of the stuff that we get, I don't I think in the history of this show, we've had one person, and <clears throat> Sonny Burner account, that complained about the longevity of feedback. Tom attest to this. How many times do we get people that love 
the feedback because they get to hear their names it, or it, their it's expression. It's funny because we talk about it like right now. We talk about it a lot about the, the length of feedback and sometimes how it goes on for all. We'll get like DMs or emails being like, guys, I, I, I get a kick out of it because not only are you reading the feedback, but you're joking and, and like, you know, you're making like little comments about the feedback. I mean, granted, we do try to cut it down. And as you can see tonight, we cut it down like dramatically because we have you on and we want to get to creatures. Yeah. So. Now, tonight we're only 48 minutes in. That's yeah, right. Exactly. It's not bad. Cut down. It's not, it's not so, bad. But the other part too is, is this is something that I, this is one of the things that I enjoy, Joey, is, uh, and as a podcaster, you know, I'd love to get your opinion. I like it because when you do an episode, especially if you're doing a weekly episode, and I think you're you were basically doing weekly episodes yep. with top five with Joey. It's like you do the episode, you advertise it, you promote it, and then boom, you're on to the next one. So it's like sometimes those episodes don't get the love and the recognition for the topic. So this way we come back and we read what everyone else is saying. And we oh, get back I, I, into it. I'm 100% with you. I'm just busting your balls. Of oh, course. No, no, no. I, I'm just explaining because, why you know, we do it. Doing a podcast, and I, like you said, I do a weekly podcast as well. Top five with Joey. Thank you so much. You don't you don't get that, po- you know, that quick, immediate feedback like you do on stage or playing sports or something. Oh, yes. You don't know if what you just did was good or not. And you don't know it sometimes until a week later. So it's right. so hard to gauge, oh, that all that stuff I just did this week. Did that hit or was that a flop? And then when you, so when you read feedback, it's a great way to tell if the people are enjoying it. And I've said it a million times. You guys can talk about horse shit. It doesn't matter. You two talking is what people want to hear about. So if, whether you're reading, whether you're making fun of poor uh, Bruce Kulik's wife or you're what? reading the mail. No, I hear what you said. And I think it was disgusting, Zeus. I thought, I thought Lisa did a phenomenal job. Oh, and, I, and I was dude, That's not what you said off the air. I was, uh, it's, it's a fucking lie. It was honored to have her on stage with us that, that day. And I heard what you said about it last week, and I took offense to it. But it was still funny because you guys hey, are funny. Hey, hey, as Bruce Kulik once said, edit that out. <laughs> That's a good segue. And, and you got any flapjacks while you're at it? <laughs> See, Lisa, there he Lisa, goes. Lisa Sparks has flapjacks. <laughs> she, not anymore. She ate them. <laughs> I could be the, the new sponsor for the Kulik family uh, flapjacks. Oh, <laughs> Lisa Sparks. Anyway, anyway. Um. What we do next is we always jump over to Kiss World yeah. and discuss what's going on over there. Yeah. Um, other than them really touring, the band isn't doing that much or saying that much because somebody's doing more talking for the band by releasing some stuff. Tom, yeah. over to you. Yeah. So there's a there's a thing going on here, and as, as they as these videos continue to drop, uh, the, the drama surrounding them is starting to get out there too in the Kiss World. So. Probably about, a, I'd say about a week ago, um, there was a video from a, a concert from 75 in Largo that dropped on YouTube and people were flipping out because um, it was really exciting. No one had ever seen it before. Um, and then more videos started to drop since then. Um, we've had one from, so you had one from 75 Largo. That was actually a full concert. Okay. Then another one dropped um, 75 Cobo Hall in Detroit concerts. These are pretty much full concerts. Okay. Um, then, then another one dropped of uh, 77 Budokan. Okay. And then today we're recording on uh, Tuesday, July 5th. Another one drops of the complete 1976 tour rehearsal. Okay. Now what people are starting to notice is that 
the YouTuber that is dropping these is using an alias called Sam Loomis. And if you're a, a fan of the movie Halloween from 1978, Sam Loomis is the name of the doctor that's hunting Michael Myers. Uh, another thing you're noticing on these videos is that they say right on them, stolen and sold by Kurt Gooch. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. So here's the drama behind all this. And again, we're, I'm reading this from an article on VWmusicrocks.com. And uh, the name of the guy is Dylan Pagan, who wrote the article. So he starts talking about these videos being dropped. And then he says, here we are in 2022. Kiss footage uh, never before seen is emerging and we're all going nuts. But where did it come from? So, again, I'm reading his article, his reporting. He says, does the name Kurt Gooch ring a bell? He's relatively well known in the Kiss circles for being a video archivist of the band, co-writing many books. A Kiss collector under the alias Sam Loomis apparently spent top dollar for uncirculated video these videos being purchased from Kurt Gooch over the years with the promise that no one else had them. Truth be told, the various tapes that Sam had purchased from Gooch found their way into the hands of other Kiss collectors. So according to uh, this article, he's saying that Kurt didn't hold his end of the bargain. And Sam has now taken action by uploading the tapes that were purchased onto YouTube so that the rightful owner of this material can enjoy the kickback that something exclusive might have been resulting in. So there's drama as there always is in the world of kiss. Now this gentleman here, um, Dylan Pagan posted something on his Facebook page saying, quote, as of right now, my article on VW music about the leaked kiss footage is closing in on 70,000 reads over 400 likes on various groups and dozens of shares. It delights me that people are appreciating what I was able to contribute to this ongoing event that is making all of us KISS fans ecstatic and excited. Who would have thought that we would live in a time where hours of unseen KISS footage from the 70s would be at our disposal? I am writing this message to confirm that I intend on continuing to write articles for VW Music about this footage that is still being unveiled with more background as to how they got out, factoids about the footage, and testimonials from other KISS collectors. So... As we always say in the world of Kiss, nothing is just regular. There's always drama. So as Kiss fans, we're ecstatic over this. The fact that there's some drama behind it, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Again, I'm reading the article that was yeah. uh, written on this I, website. So I mean, I, I know Joey. Go- take, I know, Joey, take take it away. I know Gooch was. Uh, I know Gooch does that. He purchases uh, one of a kind items like that, footage like that throughout the years. I know he does that. What he ever intends on doing with it, I don't know. Maybe it is, like you're saying, maybe to resell it somewhere or sell it back to Kiss or documentaries and stuff like that. But I do know that he's he's done many, many a times over over the years he's bought footage like that. But So you're saying that someone else bought it from Gooch, but then Gooch kept the copy, which I don't blame him, but I get it. I'm, so, I'm, I'm so a little co- confused on the process here. Okay, so according to this article, this guy who goes by the name of Sam Loomis, okay, that's his, who was a, a Kiss collector, apparently spent a lot of money to buy these videos from Kurt Gooch, assuming that he would now be the sole owner of these videos. Okay, so how does he know other people have them? Because if anybody is familiar with the man by the name of Ross Radley in the Magic Book, yes. Obviously, apparently he was one of the people that also got involved with these videos. So 
again, I'm reading this from the article. So it appears that Kurt Gooch did not live up to his bargain when he sold these to this collector named Sam Loomis, that other people had their hands on it. So now it, it appears that Sam is just uploading them onto YouTube and just pretty much having his way with them. And I don't know if he's trying to cause some shit, but again, we've 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 interviewed people on our show about kiss bootlegs and kiss videos and we know that the business could get nasty so again this is what the story says and again whenever you click on any of these videos it's youtube it's the sam loomis page and at the bottom of them all of them say stolen and sold by kurt gooch sounds like uh next week's episode boys kurt gooch what are you waiting for uh hold I don't on know. a second hold on a second go ahead Sam Loomy Loomy Loomy. <laughs> Wasn't that from fucking uh, Stand By Me? Looney Looney Looney. His father's a loon. His father's a Yeah, exactly. Well, you got Sammy Loomy Loomy Loomy. We got fucking uh, Kurt Cooch. We got Ross Radley. Yep. We got fucking Van Dam. whoever we had on. It's a sitcom. It's fucking six separations of kiss tards. But I love connecting it. Connecting all the kiss tards together. But I in love this it. kiss tard world. I love it. Yeah, these guys are all maniacs. I've heard many a story where four guys go and purchase this fucking un- <laughs> unseen video for 20 yep. grand, whatever moron number they come up with. And then they trust the each four. Oh, I'll get, okay. We all have a copy of it, but we're all going to sit on it now, right? Yeah, okay. Give me a, I mean, come on. These guys have to know if you're chipping in with someone else to buy a one-of-a-kind item like that, and then you're making one, even one copy from it, it's impossible that that copy is not going to be all over the place. Right. I was telling you guys off air, I wouldn't say who did it, but someone gave – I don't know the differences between – I mean, I'm a big bootleg collector, but I don't know the little intricacies of uh, the 75 Largo and all the stuff – Someone gave me a DVD at Creatures Fest of 75 Largo. This was what? A mo- over a month ago now, right? And now it's dropping on YouTube. So, yeah. And I remember getting it. I didn't know it was that big of a deal. And I, I texted a buddy of mine. I was like, hey, dude, you have this? I heard it was a big deal. He goes, yeah, I have that. It's only it's only three songs. I'm like, I don't. This is not three songs. This is the whole thing. He's like, what? How could that be out right now? How do you have that? I'm like, listen, I don't know anything. I know people that know people. I oh, get so, so this is breaking news. So Joey Casada is the reason for all this. <laughs> I am Sam Loomis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, they, there it is. The, yeah. Let's be quiet about how we got our hands on that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I will never say who gave it to me. And you know what? I don't care who gave it to me. I, I, I'm a firm believer. Come on, guys. This footage, it's I don't care who you're selling it to, whether it's going to be a 30 for 30 or kiss docu, it's not going to make you rich. Right. Release this stuff. Jesus Christ. What, will- are you, what are you sitting in your basement knowing because you have Kiss Largo 75, you're better than us? Release it, you morons. Here's the thing I will say about this, and I'm hoping that this happens. And when we had Roy Dam on talking about Kiss Vision, okay, he claims, and again, if you listen to that interview, he claimed a lot, but I am hoping that. Because, you know, if anybody has their ears perked up about what's going on right now, it's fucking Gene Simmons. OK, he knows that this shit's happening. So maybe this is the kick in the nuts that the band needs to start releasing this stuff officially like they did with Kissology. Because how how psyched we were like, holy shit, now official box sets from the band. We How many times do the three of us, Joey, every time you're on, we always talk about releasing stuff 
talk about the kiss app and the streaming constantly. Maybe this is the thing that will kind of kick him in the ass and get him to do it. I don't know. I hope so. Cause I love this stuff. Yeah, I wish it, I wish it was, but I don't think it's going to do anything. This, this doesn't even blip their radar because again, even the numbers you just said, Oh, we have 70,000 views and 400 comments. How many views are on these videos on YouTube? I haven't looked. Um, well, I bet you not that many. So the Largo show that was released, the first one of all these being released, which was eight days ago, that right now stands at 43,000 views. And that was eight days. And that was eight days ago. That's a decent number. But again, you're not going to see that reach the millions. You know, a kid playing, a kid playing with his, with his toys on YouTube has my kids have videos on their YouTube account that have 5 million views. Oh yeah. My son, same thing. Yeah. Kiss, you know, to have 40,000 views, it's not even a blip on their radar. But here's not the th- even a money that's generator. 45 cents that belongs to me. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing about this is that it's been a slow drip. So in eight days, you've had four videos released and now you're really getting the kiss community talking. Cause now you got Eddie trunk sharing them and commenting on, you got us talking about, it, you got Facebook groups talking about. It. So if these videos continue to drop and people continue and it starts to really, really spread, I, I, again, I know you're right. 40,000 views in a week. That's nothing. People get 40,000 views in five minutes. So it's not a lot, but in the kiss world, I don't know. We know how Gene and the band is. They, they, they have their finger on the pulse sometimes about what's going on. And if this continues, if he's dropping one every day. Yeah. But you, you got to understand. So again, looking back legally on it, let's yeah. say, let's just say Kurt Gooch purchased these videos. I, again, I, we're, this is all, you know, hearsay, right? Yes. And then this person, Looney Bin, purchased from Gooch, right? Yep. It's yep. rightly his footage. He could do whatever the hell he wants with it. Right. Right. Kiss can't stop that. If he they own that footage, depending on the legal, you know, channels that they went through to obtain this footage. Right. If he has legal rights to this footage, he could do whatever the hell he wants with it. Kiss can't yeah. stop him. But are there legal rights involved when everything is bootleg? <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's like, well, I have that legal right for that pound of cocaine. I bought that from him. Yeah. So again, if you, if you, let's say you trace it back again, this is, again, this is all me speculating, right? Yeah, so of course, if, of course. if Largo, we know was, it was a venue that had an in-house camera system, right? Yes. Yeah. So Largo, chances are Largo in their contract, when any of their artists performed there was videoing it and they were going to own that footage, right? Largo was going to own the footage. Yep. Let's assume Largo was the owner of that footage originally. Let's see. Let's say the Largo estate was selling f- footage. I don't know. I'm just, again, just speculating. Kurt Gooch goes to this estate sale for all the Largo catalog, and he buys this from them. Yes, that's legally his footage now to do whatever the hell he wants with it. Okay. No, the performance, right. the sound, everything. That's his yep. footage. Okay. No, and that's why we have Joey on. Because you're the best and you're handsome. And that oil treatment looks fantastic on your hair. Oh, I mean, can we please release this on video? I'm way too handsome. No one wants to see this. No no one wants to see this. But are we going to get into Creatures Festo? Let's do it. All right. So so before we go forward, uh, give me a second. I'm going to go give Joey a nice little perm. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out. 
because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Whoa, no perm. My beautiful straight hair does not take perms. What's the matter with you? And we're back from commercial break with my beautiful VO5 treatment. Get it now at CVS. Oh, God. CVS. <laughs> you should have said get it at joeycasada.com. Then people could have went to that horrible website to buy that Whoa. book that's too big. Stop. You. <laughs> I don't know why I come on this stupid show. Because you love it. You have nothing else to do with right now on a Tuesday night. <laughs> I do love you, morons. I hate to admit it. All right. All let's right. Do it. All right. So, Creatures Fest Part 2. We finished uh, our last week's show with us passing out from Friday night, hanging out with you and Jericho and Courtney. <laughs> fucked up. And uh, calling it a night. And then we are running thing. Every night we try to go to sleep and the another two hours of cracking each other up and telling each other shit stories about, do you believe Joey's this? Can you believe this and this and that? And then doing ace impressions the whole night. All right. Hey, good night, brother. Good night, brother. Sweet dreams. Don't let the bed bugs bite. <laughs> I'll see you later. So, um, so Joey, did, did you, uh, can, can you, can you tell us stories? Like who, who did you, who did you room with? Did you have your own suite, the Joey Casada suite or what? Yes. I had my own beautiful suite. I had a flowing waterfall rock oh, wall. I had a little jacuzzi, it. had a, a garden out on the deck. It was beautiful. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> no, yes. I did have my own room. I didn't have some schlub in my room with like you guys did. Neil <laughs> put me up in a beautiful suite. Uh, nice. Great time. Obviously, I was one of the many performers that weekend. Had a had a blast. Neil treated us all top notch. Could never say anything bad about Neil. He he was awesome from from day one. So behind the scenes stuff. 
you're a performer. That means is your ticket paid for, plane ticket, your hotel, accommodations, all that taken care of? Again, I don't know everyone's deal. Yeah, I didn't have any expenses. Neil took care of everything that I needed, nice. getting there and hotel and That's food awesome. and anything I needed. Obviously, surprisingly sold out of my book that weekend. I sold a lot of books, sold awesome. a lot of merch. I think even Zeus sold a couple books to me, which I don't think I ever sold the money from. I think he still has it. No, he stole uh, the books. But- <laughs> <laughs> I just chucked them in. I just chucked them in the trash. I know Sonny Pooney was giving away five hundred dollar kiss posters for like thirty dollars <laughs> yeah. at the table. You know that Poor story, Jeff. right? Poor Jeff. Poor Jeff. We oh, love Jeff, Jeff Trot. Oh my God! So Joey, so real quick before we continue in with this with the weekend. So last week when we had Courtney on, we talked about. The, the poolside party. Yeah, tell where, us about where, that. Yeah, where, where you 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 did amazing singing Beth, playing drums. We got into some of the the funny, the stupid shit with, with Ace kind of fucking up 2,000 man and all that stuff. And give blaming us, you and looking at you like you <laughs> fucked up. Give, well, a, give, us, mean, give us, yeah, tell us a couple funny things about that if you can. The rundown of Unplugged, number one, it was an honor to do that. Unplugged is one of my favorite sets Kiss has ever done. Yeah. I thought Singer was at his best during that time. You're not overplaying, but playing enough to make it cool and fancy and, you know, not like a live three crazy double bass. It was just Kiss was at their tightest right during that Unplugged. They were so great. We didn't have any rehearsals. We did a little, you know, in hotel room rehearsal the night before with the Sisters Dolls guys and Brandon Fields and then Steve Brown and myself. We just kind of ran through the arrangements Making sure, because the unplugged arrangements were a little different than some of the other live arrangements. So we just ran ran through everything to make sure we were cool on everything. We we were pretty sure we knew all the guests that were coming up. We knew Bruce, what he was going to do. Bruce told me he wasn't 100% sure. Brent was definitely doing those songs with them. So I was ready on those. And we knew Ace was coming up. Of course, any plans can change at a moment's notice. But we were all ready to go. Uh, everything went really smooth. Bruce came up, did did a great job. Our set went great. Ace came up. He was having some technical difficulties. It, it turned out his strap, I don't know if you even know you guys knew this, yeah. his strap was too thick and the, the power, the cord couldn't get into the guitar. So he had to play. Oh, he, yeah. Christ. So he had First to play. First time playing? <laughs> he had to play without the strap and no, listen, obviously 2000 Men wasn't as smooth as I would have loved it, but Playing, getting you know the opportunity to play with Ace on stage was a dream of a lifetime. It was it was amazing. Nice, awesome. Yeah, he did that ending a couple times, didn't he? Yeah, he enjoyed it. So we figured we go around two, three times. <laughs> <laughs> and you had a, a cigar store Indian named uh, Chips Enough there too. Was he right, so- fucking? Was he on crack? What was up with him? He looked like he was lost. It looked like somebody wheeled him out like Hannibal Lecter on the two wheeler yeah, yeah. and just put him so, out there. <laughs> I think what happened with Chips? So we, I was, we were, you know, we kind of had a guest list going the whole time. I was kind of arranging who was going to be guest stars on songs and so on and so forth. And Chip was penciled in for See You Tonight early on. And I think we found out that day that he didn't know the song. And so Steve, <laughs> right before we went on, was literally showing him the song. So Chip didn't know the song at all. So if you see Chip, he's, he's standing still. He's watching Steve's hands for the chord changes. Oh, oh man. But, you know, listen, as, as, as still as he was, 
That's the kind of pro he is. He picked the song up on the spot like that. You know you love him. I was just going to say, you you, you, love, you you and Jericho are the co-presidents of the <laughs> Enough is Enough fan club. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll preach it one more time. One of the best catalogs of music oh ever. Oh my God. All right, Joey, look, I like you and I like I like, I like like two songs by Enough is Enough. I'll admit that. It's the two, too, too many. It's the only two you know. That's why you got to listen to full but that's albums. What I'm say- that's what I'm saying. I'll give it another shot because I like you. It's like it's like a Kiss fan coming on here and saying, "Yeah, oh no, I I mean I like Kiss, I like Rock and Roll All Night, and and Beth, I like those two songs." Right, right, right. You okay. would slap them in the face, wouldn't you? No. Probably, I'd slap in the face anyways. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you and if you didn't see Chip there, you could just see him in the hallway in the in the lobby walking back and forth. <laughs> yeah, he just like loitered, like just with that hat. <laughs> Ask me about my band. Um, and then, uh, wasn't Peter supposed to come on? I heard rumor. Yeah. So Peter, we were trying to get up. We heard early on that Peter was definitely not going to sing Beth th- that weekend. Okay. And, uh, we were trying okay, to, arrange... did he say why or anything about no, that? I think, I just think he, I think Beth is still like a special thing for him. He's saving it for certain moments and stuff. He's not going to just do it at conventions. I, that, that speculation. I yeah, don't know yeah, for yeah. sure. Gotcha. But I knew he wasn't going to sing Beth that weekend at all. And all the guest spots he was going to, he was going to do. Beth was not going to be one of them. We were trying to convince him to even just come up and do the backing vocals for nothing to lose. But I think, and he was into it, but I think that, you know, he had a sound check and a meet and greet earlier that day. Yes. So meet and greet was here. Unplugged was here. And then his sound check was here. So he just needed a little t- like cool down time in between. So he couldn't make it work. Mm-hmm. So then we basically, we wake up. It's now Saturday morning. So the first thing that we have on our agenda is waking each other up with. <laughs> and then the other one, I don't know what you're talking about. And then the other one would roll over and go, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only way you got to wake up. Let's see anyway, do it. <sighs> so I saved this story for you. I didn't tell Courtney this story. Now, I'm a little con- a little worried about telling this, but Uh-oh. don't don't do it. Wait, so, do you need, wait, do you have. You have inside info. Who did this in the okay? Right, yes. So here we go. There's this, there's this running thing going on about the elevator. What did you hear about the elevator, Joey? So I all I know is I got into the elevator. <laughs> I was in the elevator with the bass player from Vixen, <laughs> and we're going down to the lobby, and we're like, "What the hell is that stench in this elevator?" <laughs> And we get on one of the one of the floors opens up, and someone else gets on. She goes, "Oh yeah, the, the middle. I, you didn't hear about the. I think the middle elevator. That's what the one, right? <laughs> yeah. And we're like, no, we didn't hear about. Ah, someone either puked or shit themselves last night in the elevator. If this ties back to Zeus's ass, and I oh, no, and I had to inhale that. Now I no, know where I got cold. No. <laughs> so he's not going to be able to get this out. So I will tell you the story. All right. I, I I don't care. <laughs> like I have been in front of like high legal minds. I don't know. I don't have anything court. to do with this. I'm just I, gonna say I have I, nothing to do with. Like this. I, there's obviously a, a professional side of me that I can handle, but there are times that I am so immature. I find things funny that are just so childish. It's just me. So I enjoy watching videos of fucking people spraying liquid ass in cars with their grandmother. Oh no. I fucking enjoy it. I think it's the funniest thing. When I anytime in mood late night, I'll crack myself dying laughing. 
So yes, oh. the middle elevator. So I would press, we were on floor 12. What you do is make sure no one's around. You press floor 12. You let the middle elevator go up. And then you spray up five shots of it in there. He did it. And then let it go down. I don't even tell him because he was like, if originally he was like, oh, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm like, okay. We get up. We get the other elevator. The other <laughs> the middle elevator comes up. People are like, what the hell? <laughs> Joey, some guy ran out of the elevator. Don't go in that elevator. Something happened in that elevator. Don't go in there. And I was like, there was some incident. Did you spray it? Dude, it literally smelled <laughs> like shit. Like it wasn't even fart spray. It what was, was the literal... first day you did that? Because did you do it every day or did you just do it once? Probably the, the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, maybe. So yeah. you did it every day? Almost. Yeah. All right. Because right, I was going to say, because this thing was lingering. There were different. <laughs> every time I got in the elevator, it was there, the smell. Yeah, it wasn't no. fart spray. It was horseshit. So what, what, what was <laughs> hilarious is we'd be in the elevator oh. and we'd go down like only two floors and it would stop because somebody in the middle elevator was getting would, off, would of get course. off and jump into us and be like, dude, I had to get off. There's something going on throughout this whole weekend. There were people. That were be, I'd walk by the front desk and there'd be people like there's some sort of an incident. <laughs> I don't know somebody. That, or you yeah, the story by. spread like wildfire. That to me was the, the be- convention. That to me was the best part of the story. Being like, uh, "Hi, um, I'm, I'm on the tenth floor. <laughs> yeah. uh, there's something going on in the middle elevator. I think someone had an accident." And they're like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, sir. Let's take a look." Meanwhile, <laughs> Zeus is running around going. <laughs> The poor so, bass player from Vixen, the poor girl, I think she's from Brazil or something. She's got this accent. She's going down to the gym. She's all geared up. She's like oh, this in the other Shit. Oh, shit. Oh, Who did the oh, shit? Link. Oh, my God. Who did, who I was did like, the oh. shit? Who made the shit? Oh. Dude, you would hear at, at the Expo Center, people would be walking by randomly, and you would overhear conversations. Oh, yeah, somebody shit themselves in the elevator. Oh, oh, yeah, it's two guys. I heard one of them shit his pants in the middle of the Pe- night. When people hear this episode, oh, I mean, how over. many people are at Creatures Fest? A thousand people-ish, somewhere around that area, yeah. right? They're going to lose their minds because every one of those thousand people were in that elevator at one point that weekend. Yeah. And they're going to curse you out. Yeah, so, Joey, this is what I do for fun because, I, like I said, I have the maturity of a fucking four-year-old. Um, again, no, you know, nobody got hurt. Uh, it's all good fun. It's a nice little practical joke, but the, the <laughs> amount of randomness of, of like throughout the weekend of doing this and people walking out being like, what the fuck, dude? I will tell you, I do feel slightly better knowing that it was a fake smell because the smell that I smelled, oh, dude. there's only one asset creatures fest that could have produced this. And you know what? Maybe two, maybe Zeus and Pooney. Yeah. <laughs> One of those asses I knew it's it came horrendous. from. And I, I'm so happy that I didn't really inhale those fumes. Oh my oh. god! And and you know it, the the best is just like making sure you're looking around, timing it, <laughs> and then I would have to make sure I'm like I'd have to smell my hands. I'm like, oh my god, my hands smell like shit, and, and you'd have to wash your hands. Uh, dude, you got to call that at that hotel and get the footage because you know Ace was in there going, "What the <laughs> fuck is that? What the hell's going on? It wasn't me, I swear." 
my face. I feel bad, but for a while they have like police tape across the elevator. Yeah, I think a guy I with a mop, fucking like mopping. Like, <laughs> you know, then you have like poor innocent bystanders, like poor Roxy Petrucci, probably going down the elevator, cursing, <laughs> cursing oh. up a storm. All the musicians were using oh. it. I run into them all the time. Oh, yeah. And my favorite was, I think at one point it was, um, what's her name from uh, uh, Three Sides? The girl's name. Lisa. There. Lisa. She was walking to us to one of the expos once. And she goes, oh, my God. Somebody shit themselves last night in the elevator. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm egging it on. I'm like, oh, yeah, they did. What happened? She goes, I don't know. But I just, I heard it was, shit. it smelled like shit. And I heard somebody, some guy was drunk and he shit himself in the elevator. <laughs> I oh, love how yeah. the story, the story escalates. I do have a, a disgusting Lisa Martini story. Oh, Almost God. as disgusting as this. <laughs> so we're, we're walking into the elevator, possibly even the middle, middle elevator. And I don't know, I don't know. I just shook someone's hand that I felt dirty from. And I said, <laughs> oh, God. And they had that hand sanitizer right in front of the elevators, yes. which was always yes. empty. So I'm like, God oh, damn it. No more hand sanitizer. And this guy... She says, oh, I have some hand sanitizer. So me and Lisa hold out our hands. And this guy pulls out some hand sanitizer. He squirts us in the hand with hand sanitizer. This was the warmest, most disgusting (laughs) hand sanitizer. I don't know where he pulled this out of. Sure, it was hand sanitizer? uh, I mean, I know you're going to go into a a, a Peter North story right now. (laughs) You said it. (laughs) This this was, we were like, I was like this in the elevator. Oh, <laughs> oh, we were rubbing our hands like, gee, what the hell is on our hands? I, oh. I went home. I, I went up to my room and showered for about an hour. <laughs> oh, it's female clam juice. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so after all the stinkiness, that's when we started a resort to that that tent. Or what, what the hell? The expo, the expo city, they called it, right? Yes. And that, that started on we, Saturday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's when we ran in Zeus. That's when we ran into our... Longtime friend, listener, fan of the show, the great Gary Cap. Oh, Gary was a blast to hang out. We hung he, out with Gary the whole weekend, and I, 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 he could be a fucking character on this show. Oh my god, Gary, who angry airport <laughs> Gary? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All he did was bitch about the airport and trying to get his tickets and fix him. Constant delays. Poor Gary got so far. Fucking detour me to fucking Buffalo and I got to get to fucking Dallas or whatever it was. And then he'd turn around and be like, oh, so are you having a good time? Yeah, let's go get a drink. Motherfucking Delta Airlines. (laughs) Gary, you won't say that again. Why have I been fucked by the flights all weekend? Play that on your goddamn podcast. And he's such a nice guy, oh, too. Gary's the best. We love him so much. Big fan of the show. Big fan of all the Kiss stuff. We love him. So Expo City was set up for kind of paint the picture for you. It was <coughs> one, end, one end of it had a big stage, uh, which was pretty cool. And then the rest of it was set up like a like an like an expo, like an expo center. Uh table set up for all the vendors. You had Kiss Live Auction, you had Podcast Rock City, you had a bunch of other people that you had uh Eric Carr's family had a table with all kinds of really amazing Eric Carr stuff. Bruce so had his with his apron for that, pink egg batter. That, that's true. And I'm I'm actually holding up right now my autographed Bruce Kiss Revenge nice. coffee mug. Nice. Um, so that was a lot of fun. And that yeah, was a I, the thing I liked about the, the thing I liked about that expo area was that it was a really cool place to just kind of hang out in between events. Um, and there was always kind of something going on. So I I I thought that was kind of a cool 
The only problem is that it was so far away from like everything else. It was like really extended away from the main part of the hotel. But no, I love the setup. I thought the setup was great. I love the idea of having, you know, the big concert room. And I've done a million of these expos, 90% of them, the expo, the concert area of the expo. It feels like you're in a hotel ballroom. This yeah. concert area didn't. Yes, was the sound perfect? Was the lights perfect? No, but I felt like when I was in that room, I felt like I was in a, a club, right? Yeah. I didn't yeah. feel like I was in a hotel, which I loved. And then when you got to the Expo Center, it was more like a traditional expo with some bands going on periodically to keep the entertainment going. And I heard a couple of like the vendors bitching about the noise and the sound. They're so dumb and and, sh- and, and nearsighted that they Who don't realize. Wait a minute. I heard a lot of vendors rumbling. Oh, we couldn't sell our merchandise because quarantine was oh. playing. And oh, it's so dumb. Boy. They don't realize that the bands were the people who were driving people into that room. Absolutely. Which was creating the traffic. So anyone, any vendor out there that was bitching about the, uh, the expo center room, you're an idiot because you need entertainment in the expo center. Otherwise you're going to get, 30 people who are interested in your KISS merchandise go through once, and when you, they don't like your prices, you're never going to see them again for the rest of the weekend. That's right. Yep. 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 And then people will sit around and look and like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to buy this yep. because they're there listening. So, yeah. So in between kind of killing time there, hanging out with everybody over there, uh, then it was time for Ace, the meet and greet with that. So the way the meet and greets were, went was uh, one person – goes in for the meet and greet and has the actual, you know, talk to him, have the signed item. Um, and then you, then you'd get in another line and then two people could go and do the picture. Uh, most of these went fairly smoothly. We'll save the Vinny story for the end. Uh, but this was the time when I got in line for the ACE signing. Uh, I brought what well, I have a hundred copies of love gun. It's my favorite kiss album of all time. So I brought one of my love gun uh, sleeves uh, to have him signed, got in line. Look, I love ACE. I'm thrilled to have his signature on the cover of Love Gun, but this this was not a meet and greet. Um, it was like more of a uh, more of a production assembly line. Uh, Ace was at the table, uh, surrounded by a couple of handlers. You get in line, you hand the handler your item, they give it to Ace, he signs it, and then that's it. There's really no meet and greet. Um, he, he he signs a thing and he's like, "Okay, brother, thanks." Does a, <laughs> gives you gives you a little fist bump, and ad, honestly, he didn't even look up. He, he didn't. He didn't even look up. He was just there to sign and move along. Sign and move along. Thank you, sir, and thank you for waiting for me. Hey, Ace, what's up, buddy? Cool. You're welcome. Yeah, I'll see you guys. How are you? Yeah, yeah, you Where do you want to sign? Uh, right here. Okay, what's the favor? Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Okay, brother. Love you. Thank you. Take care. Um, that being said, I got you know Love Gun with Ace Frehley's signature on it, so I'll have that forever. So that that was exciting. So then after that. Then we got in, the, in, in line. We kind of circled back and got in line for uh, the photo op, which was kind of funny because we we posted these. Ace is sitting like in a director's chair. We're on each side of him, and he's got kind of his doing a little thing with like his arms crossed or something. Oh, but you forgot the one big funny part about it. Oh, please go ahead. So I guess they must have got double booked. So the photographer had to jump out and do photos oh my somewhere God, else. The, the, the best line. So. You know, when you get in these lines, you're in the line for about a half an hour inside the door before you get around to him taking. You. So you're yeah. listening, you're watching. Ace is like, you know, he's the Muppet. He's just fucking eh, whatever. By the time we get around, right around the time we get around, Neil had jumped on a while ago. 
and was taking the photos. Neil Davis, the promoter, yeah. was taking the photos. And then out of nowhere, he's maybe oh, a man. half an hour, 40 minutes later, puts his head up and goes, hey, what happened to the photographer? <laughs> <laughs> but the funniest thing about these, these <laughs> the funniest thing about this is that Ace is literally not trying to be funny. He's literally asking what happened to the photographer. <laughs> but me and Zeus is like, this is our dream come true. Oh my all, God. all these years of ace impersonations, and he's inadvertently given us material. Oh, of hey, course. What happened to the photographer? So <laughs> then we get up and we go in there, and then he oh he realizes there's two of us in this photo. Yeah. Like oh, it's two of these guys, <laughs> and he's got to do his cross <laughs> things of pointing. <laughs> and then we're like, Ace, thank you. Or actually, here it is. Ace. All right, thank you. Good luck, brother. I wish you well. <laughs> God bless. But again, didn't even move, didn't even look, didn't just sat there like a, yeah, like a, you listen, know, I, I love the, these expos are great, but the, the term meet and greet, I always think meet and greet is a different thing. These to me are signings and yes, photo ops. I agree. You know what I mean? Well, well meet, said. Meet and greet is a little hangout with the person, whether it's not, a, not necessarily in a line like cattle. These to me are more signings and, and photo ops. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They should change the terminology, but one of the four was a meet and greet. And we'll get into that shortly. But yeah. So after the ace thing, then what did we do, Zeus? We headed back to the expo to see our buddy and yours. Oh, no. Jericho <laughs> in quarantine perform. Holy shit. Do we yes. have to talk about this? So we do. Can we skip over this? Well, no. the, the fun part was the fact that we're all like, I guarantee he'll be fine. He'll wake up in the morning, but like none of us could do it. He partied oh, his ass yeah. off. He's perfect. A machine morning, yeah. wrestling with his body, getting damaged, drinking all night, partying right on stage, ready to go. Dude, when, out, when I did the out, cruise with fire. them, when I did the cruise with them, we were in his suite until 530, 630 in the morning. His wife, when people would send me pictures of him, passed out on the floor like this <laughs> at seven. And he had a Q&A or a comedy show to do at 10. And yep. I would be in, I'd be sleeping until 2 p.m. Yep. And I'd hear on the, on the freaking the speakers. on the, This is Chris Jericho, your captain. Wake up. It's 8 a.m. I'm like, how can he be up right now? It's amazing. <laughs> how is it possible? Amazing. Yeah. Insane. Well, do you want to talk about the band in the, in the set list, Tom, and what they played? Yeah, so his band, my God, I mean, oh God, his band is incredible. I mean, oh, those sweetheart. those guys, I mean. So you got Joe McGinnis, who we all know, okay? He's also in Classic 78, and he's uh, he does his own music. Fantastic Paul Stanley, uh, great singer and a great guitarist. And you got Charlie now, who just jumped in, I believe, as the second guitarist. And he who, does a great job. Who looks like a like a very young like Dimebag Daryl from Pantera, and absolutely, Good call. absolutely yeah, shreds the shit out of it. Um, and then Good they, and then call, yeah. And then you got Kent Sluker on drums, who's just oh. an abs- I mean, the, his band Jericho put together the most unlikely Kiss band, and they were incredible in the set list. Let's let's run down the. You set know what list, I though. do like though, Tom. I like how Jericho says. Of all the singers, I think I'm the worst singer in this band because they oh, all yeah. can fucking sing. 
Yeah. DJ's amazing back uh, backing yeah. vocals and stuff. He's like, these all these guys can fucking sing, uh, including you, Ken. Obviously, you know my gripe with these assholes that I'm not in this band. <laughs> I want to murder these people. But <laughs> I gotta give credit where credit's due. These guys are phenomenal. Not they only really not only at what they do individually, meaning the two guitar players play the Bruce Kulick. 80s kiss yep. stuff lick for lick it's insane yes, exactly but you know it ain't this tommy thayer shit right it, it, no but he's right he's not doing the tommy thayer version of, of the tears of falling solo he's doing it yeah. identical and then kent on drums kent is is you know probably the biggest rock star of anyone at that convention he's yeah luke bryan's drummer he plays for yep. stadiums in front of 80,000 people on tour every night so kent yep. is incredible but you know you don't think of a country drummer doing these fast double bass era car patterns and he's he destroys it and then you know that asshole pj he, i guess he's all right too and then jericho you know these guys they're so good at what they do and to celebrate that era of the band the way they do it not only live but the recordings that they do yeah are almost i'm not gonna say better than kiss but the quality because mm-hmm. they're modernized the way the production is it's they're phenomenal I love it because it's a different version of it. Yeah. They're not trying to be like, okay, let's do it exactly like, you know, when you get all these um, cover albums and stuff like that, that try, everyone's trying to be, it only works if you put a little spin on it. And it's got to be yourself doing it. Yeah. 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 And and, and mixed in throughout the set list was Jericho doing the animalized live uncensored raps. So it was, it was incredible. So they come out on stage, they open up with loves a deadly weapon. Uh, Just, Oh my God. I mean, right off the bat, right there, like like you said, Joey, like this band is just on fire. Just on I, fire. I think West Beach uh fainted when they started yeah. that. <laughs> he loves that. Yes. That's uh, then, then, one of the co-writers on that song. That's right. Then they go into Heavens on Fire. Then Bruce comes out and uh Bruce joins up for Heart of Chrome. Uh then they do a little bit of uh, revenge here. They got Heart of Chrome, Thou Shalt Not, uh Domino, I just wanna. Then they go into no, no, no. And then they release, the, I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, the first live performance of Silver Spoon. Mm-hmm. They just, they that's, yeah, they made it into a video. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, who wants to be lonely uh, all night? And then they end with lick it up. So just an awesome, awesome, nice little yeah. deep cut 80s set list. And the band was just incredible set. And, you know, for people who weren't there, Jericho is doing all the Paul Stanley raps, but he's not doing it tongue in cheek, joking around. He's doing it, feeding into the next song. Mm-hmm. He had, I know Rosie was one of them, people th- uh, throwing panties up at him and hanging, hanging the bras over the, like in Kiss oh, God, yeah. in the 80s and stuff like that. It was so spot on. The way they do it was, it's a pleasure to watch. You know, Jericho's a freak for that animalized live uncensored, and I am too. They, they do such a great job on it. And he yeah. did like the the Ralph mouth backwards make out fake shit. Oh, like Paul it was great. oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. so it was so good. And and you could tell that the crowd was really they were really into it. You know, so it, what it, I enjoyed it, about this is because me and Tom saw Fozzie in New Hampshire. And, you know, a lot of the songs are a lot. Some of the people there, they know Chris from wrestling and stuff like that. But the amount of energy that he brings into a performance. Yeah. It's addictive. It it it, it 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 makes a huge difference. The energy that that band had, especially Chris, I think turned heads 
And then you combine that with the fact that those are songs that you don't hear Kiss playing. All that combined was just, it was crazy. Combined with them being some of the best musicians on the planet. You know what I mean? It all all goes hand in hand. But the energy, Zeus, you're so right. When I teach my kids to do performances and stuff like that, there's nothing more important than energy in a live performance. Whether you're a comedian, whether you're a wrestler, whether you're a rock star, whatever you do. Or a podcaster. But you know what? You're not wrong. Because... Mm -hmm. So, I, so there's so plenty do, of do, guys out there that are just dull, and it, they energy is what to me you want to call the force in Star Wars, whatever you want to call yeah. it. It binds the galaxy. It's it really is what drives all of us. Me giving energy into the camera is going to feed, and it's going to feed the people listening to this podcast, and they're going to feel energized. So you show, so you show your kids Eric Singer from the Dubai concert, say, "Don't do this." <laughs> Yeah, with the towel. Oh God! Yeah, hey please. kids, don't fold laundry while you're performing. Dude, okay, he's shooting off fire extinguishers. Oh, oh Jericho! I, I will awesome. say this: I'm not saying they were the best performance of this weekend. My because having seen Todd and Bruce's band play, mm. and I'll save that for later. But but having no. seen them play on the cruise, I knew I was going to get a fucking unbelievable performance. Oh them. yeah. Oh, yeah. we'll talk about them, but. Never seen what quarantine's gonna do. I've seen what Chris can do, and I as a wrestler or or even in Fozzie. Fozzie, yeah. I don't know what this, you know, say what you want. This was their like grand debut, yeah. To oh, the totally, Kiss world. yeah. And we God bless him, we love him. But hey, what do you think? What'd you guys think? Uh, what do you think? What are the Kiss people saying? He's yeah. asking us in Texas. Oh, yeah. I texted him and right after. I said, dude, this is already that it's going to be. It's the second most talked about performance of the week right behind Unplugged. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. You stupid asshole. Nice. But nice. It, but you see that? That's why he's successful. Shit yeah. like that. I, I tell Tom, we talk about it all the time. I say it. two people that I, I and I hate to give credit to you guys, but Chris and Joey. Hardest working fucking people that I know. They know yeah. people. They know it's what true. people want. They know how to market themselves. They know how to push themselves, and they know how to set goals for themselves to keep doing things. You guys are oh, you're like fucking sharks, always moving forward. There's yep. no standstill. Well, There's no resting on my laurels. There's no oh, did you know I used to do this? There's none of that. It's what am I yeah. doing now? That's why and, he's great. He's never complacent. He's always never. on to the next thing. And always want, you know, he's not going to do something half-assed. He, I remember the story he told me because he called me like, dude, I'm so sorry you're not in this band. This was Kent's band, the drummer. Yeah, I know. He, he he, you know the yeah. whole story. And, yes. and but, you know, when, when they approached Jericho to do a song with them or maybe even be the vocalist, he said, okay, but I'm not doing this half-assed. If we're going to do this, we're going all out. And look, they have, I think they're, they're, uh, no, no, no charted higher than any song on the Crazy Nights album. Yeah. That's incredible. Right? I know, huh? Yeah. Yeah. The great versions. Well, Joey, stuff. I have a little bit of career advice for you. Uh-oh. You need to get some other kiss centric musicians and do the forgotten era that makeup Eric Carr version, I love which it. nobody is doing. Oh, dude, yeah. I did it for years. I was I was Eric Carr and Kiss uh, Nation. That's exactly. It. Bring but it back. Stay, stay in that lane and do it, it at all the kiss conventions and shit. People would fucking love it. I already pitched. I just I sent an email to Doc the other day and someone from Six Man trying to pitch uh, unplugged for the Kiss Cruises. We'll see if I get. See if we, uh, nice, dude. You better advice. be going on this Kiss Cruise. Only going if I'm working. 
I can't. I can't just go. <laughs> just go and have fun. You'll be with us. <laughs> well, Maybe. Are uh, uh, you bringing the fart spray? <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will now. <laughs> All right. So why don't we get to the why don't we get to the pot of this day that everybody wanted to hear us talk about? Oh, yes. Vinnie Vincent. So. Everybody knows that Vinny is the big performer for this night. No one has any idea what this is going to be like. Okay. However, early in the evening, okay, a line starts forming in the lobby. And everyone's like, why is there a line? And it's like, well, for Vinny, I'm like, but we're all going in. It's general admission. Why are people in line? Okay. What is going on there? So it starts to get crowded. Everybody starts to get in line. Now, this is for Vinny. Okay, this isn't we, we don't even know we don't at this point we still don't know does he have a band? Does he have a vocalist? Does he have a drummer? Does he we don't know anything. So we walk all the way towards the ballroom. We're all herded into that room, okay? Everybody's packed like sardines. We're standing right outside the ballroom where Vinny is supposed to perform. <clears throat> I'm going to hand it over to Zeus because Zeus did some very good investigative work that made it onto our social media. Well, Zeus. hold on. Before before you oh, get to that, so yeah. timeline wise, yes. So Vinny is supposed to headline. Oh yes, I forgot night. about that part. Yes, right. Tell Vinny's us. supposed to headline. I, I guess nine thirty or so, ten o'clock. What time is he supposed to headline? Somewhere around that area, right? The headliner, the, the head, the, the, the he was supposed to wrap up the night, which usually goes right. on around nine thirty, ten the, o'clock. The lineup. What was the lineup supposed? Pretty to Pretty Boy be that Floyd night? and Vixen, then Vinny. Right. Yes. So I we I heard early in the day. That's not happening anymore. Vinny wants to go on first. It's a common right. thing with the, you know, these big headed guys. Yep. So, and then I also heard, so he's going on first, which is, I think they even said somewhere around the seven o'clock mark. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in the, I'm in, I'm in the, uh, the place where the, the sound check is and Vinny's walking around and stuff, but no sound check has happened yet. So I'm in that room. I'm waiting for sound check. The crew came up to me and they said, Vinny has requested a five-hour sound check today. Five what? Hours. Five hours. And as far as I knew it, up until that point, now this is probably, I don't know, I, God, what time is this? I'm going to guess somewhere around 4 or 4.35, maybe. I, I'm, I'm estimating. I don't remember exactly. But I know no sound check has happened yet. And I know there's no drums on that riser. Mm-hmm. So I, I still think there's a band coming on too. I don't know anything. So when I hear none of that's going on and Vinny's going on first, I know it. I know now because in timeline and music world, guy like that needs a big sound check. There's no chance he's going on at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. No chance. So I go up to my room. The Rangers are starting. Rangers playoffs. Oh, yep, that's right. I'm watching the Ranger game and I'm texting Joe Polo from. Pa- and Sonny from Podcast Rock City saying, guys, listen, text me when you see when you guys are in there, because I'm telling you, you got minimum three hours before Vinny goes on because he didn't even start the sound check yet. Ugh. So go ahead. Now, now, now I, I think we're in the timeline where you are. The line is starting to form in the lobby because I believe either an email or a text went out to everyone at Creature. Yes. Vinny's going on first, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. So so the line started to move. They herded us <clears> all into that room. It's in, it's the lobby outside of the ballrooms, um, and we're all wondering. We're like, why the fuck are we here, and what is going on? And then we start to we start to hear something on the other side of the ballroom. So Zeus, take it from here. 
So I saw people kind of pushing in at a like at an entrance doorway, and they were like kind of moving the door like a crack, so they could kind of see in the crack. Who is that? Somebody's playing music. I can't tell. And I'm like, dude, there's a peephole there. I mean, you can't really see. I look through the people, can't really see, but I can hear something. So I take my phone and I put it up to the peephole and expand it. I'm like, that's fucking Vinny. He's up there by himself, just shredding away by himself with nobody around. That was a I'm genius like, picture. Genius picture. Yes. So we take that photo. I start showing everybody. I was like, what the fuck? I mean, at the time I took that photo, I'm looking at my phone right now. It was 830. That's right. Mind right. you, I think like the last band headliners were supposed to go on at 9 or 930. Right. I think Vinny was supposed to go waiting. on at 7 or somewhere around that area. Yeah. 7, right? So you yep. can imagine how the rest of us are right now. Sweating. Oh, some of those. Yeah, you know, like, Let's be honest. Kiss Tards sweating. In Nashville, <laughs> if Zeus really cared about that crowd, he would have let that fart spray loose. Oh, in that crowd. God. oh my God. Yeah, it, it's not what you would call a pleasant scent <laughs> in that room. But when we started, they finally started opening the door. And I have footage because I took some footage before mm-hmm. everyone else, including Stephen Michael, got assaulted, <laughs> yep. as he claims. 843 is when we got in there. That's yep. when I started taking footage. 843. So we're all crowded. We've been waiting for a while. Vinny's supposed to go on at seven-ish. We're in there at 843. We come in. It's all dark. And the lighting, I don't know who did the lighting for that concert room. Terrible. It's all everything's blue. It's like fucking that light you would buy from Spencer's. Those black lights. It's just awful. Everything was like dark. You really couldn't see. And we were part of the riffraff. We didn't pay the extra bucks to be able to smell the fucking, you know, the B.O. coming off the band members. Um, So we're in the back. We're all crowding in. Everybody's rushing in. This asshole is on top of the tank by himself, not welcoming anybody. No acknowledgement of no acknowledgement that people are entering the room. Yeah, no, no so, pausing. No so Vinny's stopping. on top of the tank. Doesn't <clears throat> say anything. Yep. On top of the tank, he just starts. You know, he's just playing away, as though like, oh, he's like a like a street performer would play, and people are gathering around, and you know, I'm just playing, and he's shredding, doing stuff, but nothing, <clears throat> nothing that I would say. Oh my god, that guy. That's a once in a lifetime talent. He what? was not play. He did not. He was not playing any riffs any any discernible songs he he was literally just jerking off his guitar there was nothing going on one of the crew guys told me when he started his sound check he said i want everyone out of the room including the crew every sound everyone leave the room for a half an hour i'm gonna play this is why you guys are in the hall i guess i'm gonna play by myself for a half an hour and then when that half an hour is up Open the doors. Yep. And that's what happened. Yeah. Makes I don't sense. know it was what funny. kind of anticlimactic stuff that is, but that's a real nut. I mean, and, you got to say, what the hell is wrong with this guy? Yeah. And we're at the back. We're at the back. And we, we, we look and we see Ken from quarantine there kind of leaning up against the side. And he was fucking furious. He goes, what the fuck is most this? Most unprofessional Bullshit. fucking thing I've ever seen. What are seen? we doing here? There's no fucking drummer up there. 
what the fuck? He was bullshit. Now it was great. It was great too, because so for me, I, I love to root for chaos at these events. Okay. So for me, the worst thing you can be as an entertainer, in my opinion, and I'm not in the business, but the worst thing for me as a fan is to just be meh. In my, op- in, yep. in, my, in my opinion, either blow the doors off or fuck up so bad that you, be, you are so memorable. This, people were literally fucking speechless. No one even knew how to react. <laughs> And then it gets worse. Because well, well, wait, 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 wait. Okay, I'm there sorry. Was some Go more ahead. chaos before I even get to the music stuff. Yeah. So throughout this whole performance, this whole weekend, it's all supposed to be fan friendly. This is the shit that you want to be. You're involved, fan fest, creatures yep. fest, everything. Nobody, I don't know, maybe we didn't read it, but all of a sudden they're fucking wicked strict about you can't take, you know, we know how Vinny is, but apparently they're enforcing this new rule can't take video. Get your phones away. And I was joking earlier, but Stephen Michael from Grown Up Rock got chucked out. And everyone else has gone. So everyone's sneakingly taking photos and videos. And it's just and, and to make it even and to make it even more like like some kind of fucking like Nazi Germany shit. They had people, they had staff in there with flashlights. So anytime they saw somebody hold up their phone for a photo or video, they would take their flashlight and shine it right in their face to ruin any kind of photo or video they were taking. And then if they caught you doing it again, you would be you would be escorted out of the out of the room. Yeah, they were they were really strict. And plus they had those lights shining on everybody. So it was like they purposely made it. You couldn't really see Vinny. He was no. kind of like a shadow, but he's on top of that tank that they built, which yep. they, you know, it did look cool. But he's up there as a shadowy figure, and I would say he shredded for 15, 20 minutes without oh, without stopping, without yeah. without saying, without acknowledging anything. Now, now I will listen. I will say this. I, I'm with you, Tom. I I love chaos, and I think what happened was, to me, perfect. Me too. Because we know Bruce is going to put on a phenomenal show. We're going to get what we get from Ace. We got the surprise of Peter here and there through the weekend. Great stuff. I wanted chaos from Vinny. But yep. I, the only thing I wanted to make sure was he was going to show up. And I wanted to see if he could really shred or not. Now, did I like what he was doing on the guitar? Absolutely not. I thought it was mostly noise. And I'm a, and, and I'm the first to admit, I love the Invasion albums, especially the first Invasion Invasion album. Second. I think it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Even Vinny's playing on it. A lot of melodic stuff on there. He has a lot of shredding stuff that I don't love, but, but there's a lot of melodic stuff. He wasn't doing any of that stuff. He was doing mostly noise-type stuff. But... It listen. We've all. Everyone's had the question for the last 10, 15, 20 years, whatever it is. Can Vinny even play anymore? Ever since that, when he when he made that appearance with the, uh, what is it? Um, who was it? For the my fate. Return of the Comet. Right, Return of the Comet, where he just played like, "Lick It Up" and he was just playing yeah. dead straight. No, like he was solo. holding a baby. He didn't know what right. to do with the guitar. Ever yeah. since that, everyone figured he can't play anymore. I think he proved that wrong. I think he can still shred. He could still play. And I think if he actually wrote something with a melodic solo or he learned the boys are going to rock solo, he could do it. So I do think in a way that was a success. I think he, he did come out and show people. Now people are still going to complain no matter what happens. I agree. 15, 20 minutes of straight. If he would have, but tell me guys, if he would have done that for 15 minutes straight and then we got what we thought we were going to get, which was him with the band playing the songs that we heard he was rehearsing. I would have been okay with that opening. Well, that you bring up a good point because 
let, let's let's go back a little bit. The hype leading up to this Creatures Fest event, Neil did a lot of video. And we every time you see Facebook Live, Facebook Live, he did videos promising that we were going to get a set list of this and that and Kiss Classics and Viniera this and Viniera that. None of it happened. Right. And I even then, heard, oh, they're rehearsing it on the eighth yep. day and stuff. Like, yep. Yep. And, 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 then, and then after the shredding, after that little 15-minute thing, then all of a sudden some guy comes out on the stage and just starts going, holy shit, holy shit, to try to get the crowd. And me and Zeus looking at each other being like, what the fuck is happening awkward. here? It was so awkward, yeah. And then and then other people, then you had like Neil and the event organizers come out on stage. And I'm like, are they afraid that Vinny is going to like walk away or go home? I mean, I, I, it was just, it was such a weird scene. But again, it was chaos and I loved it. So a, a couple of quick things to piggyback on that. Yeah, go ahead. I think there was three things you could have expected from Vinny doing. Okay. And there's three different factions of Vinny fans. Yeah. There's the ones that, you know what? I love fucking All Systems Go. It's one of my favorite albums from that era. Is he going to sing fucking, are they going to perform that time of year? Yeah. Those people. Then there was like, I don't want to hear Vinny do anything but shred. Just be up there and shred. The shredding Vinny. Yeah. And then you have the others that the third group, I would say, is the Vinny, his time and kiss. Is he going to sure. do Creatures of the Night? Is he going to do Lick It Up? Right. So you have three different people. He's not going to please everybody. But the only ones that really would walk out of there happy would, I would say, are the Shredder people. The ones that I heard were crying at that show. There were people crying at that show. So some people really enjoyed it. <laughs> so that was the only one of those three groups that got it. There's another funny little story I'm going to tell you, Joey. You didn't know about this. And Tom, I don't know if you remember. So the guy that came out that you're talking about is the bass player. And his, I guess his name is Shane Smith. Earlier in that day, we were in the fucking lobby. Me, Tom, then Gary. Uh, Steve and Michael from the Growing Up Rock podcast and his wife. And we were talking. We were just hanging out there. And there's a guy with a guitar and uh, his, a girlfriend, wife. I don't know. But he had a Creatures Fest shirt on. Something that Creatures Fest needs to do better next time is have their merch available. So Tom asked him, hey, would you get that? And he's like, oh, I'm part of the, you know, I work. I'm part of the show or whatever. We didn't think anything of it. Then our mind was looking at the fucking line. So all of a sudden we went to 20, 30 minutes of shitting on poor Vinny. <laughs> Didn't realize it till later that Stephen Michael comes up to me and goes, by the way, that guy plays in Vinny's band. That's the guy we, who got up on stage saying, holy shit, holy so shit. He was the point, bass player. Yeah. And yep. so at one point we we're all joking like, hey, uh, Ain't that right, Joe Polo of Podcast Roxy? <laughs> Joey Casada, Sonny Booney. Uh, poor, you don't even, poor Joe will have a heart attack. No, you know, we didn't. Do yeah, that. you actually made we him just... cry when you showed him his doppelganger walking around. Uh, I that think place. he actually did. He was very upset. And I, and I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Zeus pointed it out. But... <laughs> no, you said it yourself. You go, oh my God, that looks just like him. But regardless, <laughs> I just thought that was funny that that guy Shane was listening to That's him. Amazing. He's yeah. probably like, I can't, I'm fucking playing with this guy. But anyway, talk. But to, right. So, but to back, yeah, go ahead. When, when, you know, when, when he, you got to understand, Neil, none of the, uh, listen, I'm not, not that I'm sticking up for Neil, but none of this, whatever, all of this stuff that happens with an artist like this now, this is not on Neil. Neil is far oh, no, as, oh, no, far as Neil don't... knew. Oh, no, of course. Vinny, Vinny was playing with the band. He was rehearsing these songs 
and I'm going to tell you something. Gather around, guys. <laughs> you didn't hear this from me, but. You didn't hear this from me. But rumor has it, Vinny fired hit three drummers like in the last two weeks. Oh yeah, because he's famous for hating drum. He hates drummers. Yes. So you know, you know, you didn't hear that from me. If you want to edit yeah. that out, you got to do. You guys do what you got to do. You don't know oh. that anything from me. Okay. But I'm kidding. Leave it in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it, none of that's on Neil. Neil booked him for a certain thing, and then when these guys, you know, they go off and they they decide, nope, I'm going to do this. This is just how it goes sometimes. Go ahead. So Shane is out there and he's doing the holy shit. And then it looked like he was bringing, like, I don't know. When did he bring the kids out? Was that for I Love It Loud? Yeah, he, they brought a lot of people out for I Love It Loud because I was backstage at this point. Yeah, and that's you were right. Watching you, this yeah, shit. You, they, I have it on video. I videoed a lot of the backstage stuff. Yeah. And that's when they brought Todd Kearns out. And Todd looked like a, a giddy kid in a candy store. But he was also like, this is weird. And he was trying to push me, Steve, and PJ up there. And I'm like, Neil, I'm okay. Yeah, I wanted no part because it was so awkward. Anyone who was there knows what we're talking about. Well, yeah, it was ne- force fed. Yeah, Neil Neil came out. Rosie came out. Uh, Brian, all all the event organizers came out, and and they were like trying to fire up the crowd. And that's when I said to Zeus and myself, I'm like, are they, are they afraid? Like, are they doing this for Vinny's sake? I, I probably like, are, they, are they yeah. trying to stroke his ego? Like, this is weird. I think it was a cover up because I think at that moment when they started, I love it loud. The audience realized, wow, there's no band. Yes, good there's point. There's a backing track. Yep, okay. And there's maybe, I guess there's a bass player, and Vinny's going to play to a track, and I think it was to almost distract the crowd from that. Okay, good call. Yeah, yeah. so they play the music, and I'm like, dude, is, is that Gene's voice? Is that a live ver- What is that? And you pick up that there's no drummer. Nope. There's a bass guy up there. There's Vinny supposedly up there. But I'm even wondering if that's Vinny playing now or is the bass mm. guy playing or they I don't know what's going on, but right. it's Gene's voice, uh, a drum track and some like fans or in Neil in the side. It was just so like they were literally just pulling anyone that was backstage. There was crew guys up there. Anyone that was backstage just escorting them to onto the stage to make it look like there was energy on the stage. Again, what did I say before? Energy is everything, right? When you're a performer. Yeah. Vinny was just sitting there playing. The track was going. There was no energy coming from anywhere. So they tried to get people on stage to kind of get something going. Yeah, because we don't have video, but you would see Joey is basically mimicking Vinny up there. He is not, I don't know, like young Ingve one leg stretch on his knee, stroking his guitar, looking like he's going, he's up there, like playing like rhythm guitar. Yeah. Very and, carefully uh, cradling the guitar. You know, he was like yeah. Willie Nelson with an electric guitar up there. Yeah. It did yeah. not look rocking. So all of a sudden Bruce comes out now to do war machine with him. Yep. And Bruce got frustrated as hell. Um, And I think somebody had a video of it from the back and showed that video. And you can see Bruce not looking that happy about it. Like, what the fuck am I doing here? Right. So, again, I'm I'm backstage. So I see all the little behind yeah. the scenes stuff. Go ahead. So right before Bruce goes up. So Ace is sitting. So Ace and Bruce walked in around the same time backstage when Vinny was shredding. 
And Ace was like, Ace was looking around like, what the hell is that noise? <laughs> and so they're sitting like right next to each other. And I'm like two feet from them. And when they call Bruce up, there's a ramp in the back up to the stage, right? So Bruce gets up to start walking up the ramp and you just hear Ace go, hey, good luck, man. <laughs> like, good luck you know, to you, Bruce. Right, you're, like you're being thrust into that. Have fun. Even Ace was like, oh, man, good luck. <laughs> I, uh-huh. we were, everyone backstage was crying. crying. Oh, no. Yep. So, yeah. So, Bruce goes up there again, another track. Yep. So, and this is what I don't understand. Bruce now comes in and does the lead guitar, and Vinny goes back and he starts doing rhythm guitar. Or is he? Or is he doing anything? Exactly. I don't, I like, I don't understand. You're like, the, this is your show. Right. So he's almost like passing, like, I don't want the ball. You take it. Yep. So Bruce is up there doing that. And then they bring Ace to come on. No, it's the best. All right. <laughs> so Ace thinks they're playing Colgin, apparently. Right. So he starts the wrong song. Ace. Right. Right. What happened to the drum track? <laughs> like. <sighs> right. So the, so the track, if anyone doesn't know what the hell we're talking about, a track is just pre-recorded <laughs> material. Mm-hmm. That people play to. So these tracks, and I'll I'll give you some insight uh, of what happened before. Sure. Bruce and Eric, Bruce and Eric, Bruce and Ace did not know that they were playing to tracks up until about a, an hour or two beforehand. Oh my okay? god! And I'll give you, I'll tell you what happened with that. So you got to understand when you play the tracks, you know, being a professional musician is one thing. You you know, you're in the studio playing the tracks all the time. I've played live to tracks a million times. People can do it. People are very seasoned at it. But you also got to know what the track is doing, right? You can't just guess what these tracks are doing because there's nothing to lock onto if it's just a drum track, right? right. So you got to know this song. You got to start it correctly. You got to know all these different phrases and stuff like that. And Vinny's tracks were not just regular versions of these songs. They were kind of arranged a little different. But I guess Ace thought they were playing Cold Gin and Deuce. Deuce. Oh, he, they thought they were playing Deuce, but the Cold Gin drum track was playing. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. So whatever it was, obviously he's not with the track. So the track, whoever's running the track backstage stops the track, realizing <laughs> yeah. that this is this can never be blocked in again because he's on the wrong song. And go ahead. That's go ahead. when he says, what happened to the drum track? And, and everyone and, and, is and, dying laughing. And, and, dying and, and, laughing. Yeah. And then he came out and then he got pissed off again with, the, with one of the other songs. He goes. I could play to anything. I just need a drummer. I just need a drummer. And yeah. that just that became like the catchphrase for the rest of the weekend. Oh, it was and and Ace's girlfriend was backstage like oh. he, she was Where's like, the camera? He's going to walk off at any minute. And, and you know, that, listen, I, I give Ace is a Ace is awesome because you know what? Listen, we all know Bruce and Ace got paid to be up there with Vinny and and vice versa, but Oh yeah. It, either one of them could have said no way. I'm not doing this unrehearsed like this. This is going to be a disaster. And even when it started to go into disaster territory, Ace could have easily said, screw this. I don't need this. And walk off stage. He's a, he's a pro. He didn't need to be looked out upon in that light. But he made a joke out of it and went with it. And then, you know, there were moments when they were all playing together that it was killer. It was f- great to see them on stage together. But it was a shit show from the start. But I, but it's funny. I don't even know. We said this earlier. I don't even know if Ace was trying to be funny. No, to me, wasn't. it sounds. I no. think he was pissed. 
He's I think he like, just hey, didn't know what the fuck. He's throwing like, on. hey, I can I can play anything. I just need a freaking drummer. Yeah, yeah like what's know? this right. Mickey Mouse shit? Like just fucking get a drummer up here. Yeah. But the brutal. fun thing is that the bass guy sang the last two songs. Yeah. Yes. So he sang Deuce. I don't know why he wouldn't sing the other two songs, but he sang Deuce. And I think Ace sang some of Cold Gin. Am I right? I don't think so. I don't okay. maybe. I don't maybe remember. Did, I don't maybe he did the background. But I'm not sure. in the meantime, when the two of them are up there, Vinny's on top of the tank, remember? Which was weird, yeah. And Vinny's on high, and the other two are down low. Looking and, down. And he's like pointing to them like, like, yeah, look at Ace. Yeah, look at Bruce. It's just, but it you're just, above them. Like, yeah. right. But literally. Again, that, that's why Ace, you know, being the pro that he is, once Ace walks out there and sees Vinny on this tank above, like you said, literally perched on his throne above the other two. Yeah. Ace could have said, listen, I don't need whatever money you're giving me. You probably paid me already. I don't need to deal with this. I don't need to have yeah. Vinny looking on top of me and, mm. and, and pointing down to me like I, I'm i the original guy. I'm Ace Fraley. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Right. But he they battled through it. And listen, at the end of the day, like Tom said, it was it was chaos. But because of the I told people after who was shitting all over it. Oh, this was so terrible. This sucked. This I said, guys, no, 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 no. You're yeah. not looking at it the right way. You're missing said, the point. The point we're going to be talking about this event, what happened here, these last this last hour, forever. That's this right. is a moment in history that only us thousand people ever experienced. If that well, show it'll be twenty thousand by by then, well, well, we'll five years. Exaggerated, of course. You know, between you know the fart spray and Vinny. <laughs> I mean, this was a weekend to remember, because mainly because of this. And you're right, because I'll tell you, when when, the, when when it was over, I know there were bands that were playing after. The, at that time, I didn't personally care. Yeah, I, I, I think I Pretty Boy Floyd and Vixen. I, and I feel bad for those bands. Yeah, yeah. I checked out Vixen for a little bit. They looked they looked great. They sounded Ooh, pretty good. They didn't have oh. Janet Gardner's ass from the 90s there, though. But when we went back mm. to the hotel bar where we went every night to kind of reconvene, everybody sat around and we just could not be. We were like, what in the fuck <laughs> did we just see? We talked about, and like you said, Joey, we're like, that was awesome because it was a disaster. Of course. Like yeah. a car wreck, like you said. It, if yes. it was a perfect performance like Bruce's was, it would have been great. Don't get me wrong, but we would have not, we would have been, okay, that was awesome. What's next? This was memorable because no one saw anything even remotely like this display. His times will be talking about this for years. And to you oh, never, yeah. You will never, ever, ever see that again either. Never. No. Never no again. Way. You'll never see those three jam again in the way they jammed. And that never right again. there, that right there was worth the price of admission to see Bruce, Ace, and Vinny on a stage, whether it was a disaster or not. You're right. That's never going to happen again. Even if Neil was going to pay pull these guys off again, do you think he could convince Bruce? And well, no, no. no. Vinny said he'll go on stage and he'll be one of the guitarists. No. And you guys will all never play happened. rock and roll. They're going to no. be like, fuck that. No, no, no. He had his chance. No. And, um, and you know, again, so a little behind the scenes. So sure. a, a, about an hour and a half earlier, I'm in my room watching the Ranger game. I get a call from Steve Brown. He's in Ace's room hanging out with Ace. This is before the Vinny show. Ace just found out that they were using tracks. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to play the tracks. <laughs> and Steve's like, oh, my God. Track. He said, don't play the tracks. And he knew the three songs that they were doing, whatever it was. I love it loud. Ace didn't do that. Uh, 
what do you do? Uh, cold gin, not cold, cold gin and deuce. Deuce, cold gin, war machine, and war machine, right? And yeah. then, and I love it out a little bit. But we knew the four songs, and Steve was like, "Ace, I'll jump up with you. Joey will play drums, and PJ will play bass." We didn't even know we had a bass player at that point. Yeah. So Ace was like, "Yeah, dude, let's do it. Let's you guys come up with me." So we would come. Ace, he, Steve calls me and says, "Listen, we got to play with Ace tonight." I'm like, "What? I'm watching the Rangers here. It's the playoffs." What the hell are you talking about? Nice. What do you mean play with Ace? He goes, I'll call you back in a half an hour and give you the details. So I never hear from him again. He's like, nah. he texts me later. He goes, now nah, forget it. It's off. Turns out I am assuming someone from Vinny's camp or Vinny himself said, no way. Wow. Yep. So we were almost the band for that event. Um, that's incredible. Incredible. Yeah. You know, it's great that we have Joey here to give us like the behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Trip. And part of me is like, dude, why would they be fucking want to get him in this band? I mean, what are they, stupid? <laughs> a real drummer. Grab Kent. Kent, get over here. Oh, I got to tell on. you, I was I was this close because the drums for Vixen's drums were right behind stage. Yep. And there were literally people saying when the tracks were all fucking up, because the drums were all mic'd already because they sound checked yeah. and everything already. They were saying, jump up there, jump up there. And if I would have gotten the okay, I would have just jumped up. Oh, oh fucking wow. Okay. sick with that event. Right? It'd oh, be the three guitarists off. and you. Oh, forget it. I would have been behind the stage and not in anyone's view, but I would have taken it anyway. I don't give a shit. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, that leads to another night and another night ends over at the bar, drinking, talking about what the fuck we just saw. And like I said, I think 20 years from now, people are going to be like, I was at that show yes. where yep. Vinny was on a tank and fucking playing to like drum tracks. We'll all talk about it. Yep. But. Let's get to Sunday in the final day. Oh, I forgot to mention, Tom, we, we didn't see, but we did get to hang out with them for a little bit. Todd and Brent, they had their own little thing going on. That's they right. Did a little small performance. Yeah. Uh, we went up and uh, we've had Todd on and Todd's great with us. He's always They were there. awesome. And so we went up and talked to them, got their mind filled CDs autographed and stuff, took some photos with them. Him and Brent couldn't be nicer. Todd is seriously the coolest the coolest guy one of the, ki- one of the kiss, kindest the kiss nicest, world yeah one of the kindest nicest guys you'd ever want to meet he, he was just awesome absolutely so i want to make sure we give todd that shout out because yep. he's such a fucking awesome guy yep. so it's um sunday the fan band uh is playing at the expo yep. a bunch of people had to sign up and i heard some people couldn't jump in like they weren't selected i don't know how that went down but that little 10 year old that i talked about that was in line with me at Peter Chris tore that shit up. I heard on that stage. Anyway, there were a lot of like, I thought that was going to be a disaster, but it actually was pretty good. A lot of those guys that played there did a very good job. And then there was like, uh, I don't know. Enough's enough played again. They did some like Beatles shit. Did you see that? How bad yeah, they was ha- it? They have a Beatles. Uh, <laughs> no, it's great. Come on. Stop it. They have a like a Beatles what was worse enough's enough or the that they play Beatles songs. Jeez, that's like right a now. double whammy. It's like a freaking double shotgun blast to the face. Wait, are you trying to badmouth the Beatles and enough's enough in the same sentence? Oh yeah, that's what I just did. Oh my god, you <laughs> ignorant idiot! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Almost as Christ. bad as fucking ZO2 and fucking oh. Uh, oh. son of a bitch! I'm gonna fucking spray fart spray right in your ass. <laughs> Um, and then I guess Trickster played a little bit and they did like a little sound uh, acoustic thing, right? Right. Yeah, Dude. Steve did. Steve has a great version of uh, Million to One. I love that song. Yeah, it's a good and, song. Yeah. And, like and what's that. the other one? Give it to me. Good. It to That's me the good. other. 
I, yep. they, when they played those, I was fucking jumping along with them. They yep. did a great job. And then the, I didn't see this. Did you catch the Kiss comedies stuff with uh, Courtney? No, uh, I, Todd, we, Zach, Craig Gass, and Izzy. I, I, I was there for that. Yeah. Okay. It, let me tell you something. It was I. I again. I I got the backstory afterwards that Courtney writes a lot of that stuff. <laughs> Todd, Todd, and and uh, Zach, Zach were awesome. Hysterical, personable. You know, kiss-oriented jokes. I thought they were smooth as could be. Hysterical. Dude, he's got some stage presence on him. Right. Todd. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, I, I don't know how the other guys did. I assume they did pretty well. Um, I didn't hear about any disasters there. Um, and then at some time in the middle of this of this whole shit going down, Tom, um, th- him and his other idiot co-host decided to do something fun, they thought, is, hey, let's take a photo with Zeus. And someone's taking the photo, and then they would kiss me at the same time. Oh, God. So they did it. And I'm like, why the fuck? Are your lips ice cold, dude? To, to me. Joey. To jo- oh, I remember. And I'm like, well, I'm like, hold on a second. Number one, I'm Italian. <laughs> Number two, I'm drinking hot coffee. I'm like this. My and I'm like this. <laughs> my lips are warm, luscious, and beautiful. They're oh, not Jesus. cold at all. And there as I'm go. doing this, look, I go like this. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> my nose is cold. It turns out my lips couldn't reach Zeus's nose because my nose was hitting him in the cheek. <laughs> we realized, I'm like, shit, your fucking nose hit me. We had the fucking photo, and I put it up. We have a new gallery on our website of Just Creatures Fest, and there is that cool photo. Um, the next couple things that went on, I bet, I, I think, were Sisters Doll play. Did you catch that? I caught most of that. Again, I ne- I didn't know much about them. I knew they they were like Peter's backing band and Bruce's band for a little while and stuff like that. But when I got to play with them, I, I really got a, a full appreciation of who they are. I I still love you, uh, Brennan. Killed that. Just yes. you know when you, you know I'm not. You guys are just mopes. You're not musicians. So, but when Correct. you Thanks. when you <laughs> when you play with someone, yeah. five seconds in, I can tell if you're if you're if you're a real player or not. Five seconds in, and all of those guys are top notch players. So yeah. before, but, but real quick, just backtracking quickly. So before all this stuff that Zeus is kind of going down, we had the Bruce meet and greet, which was, which, which went, which went relatively quickly and smooth. We knew Bruce. He was great. He remembered us from being on the show. We what talked. What did he say? The, oh God, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> he made, and Bruce made a point to say, oh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm so used to seeing you on the screen. I'm not used to seeing you in person. That's right. Like, that's yeah, right. And you are one tall motherfucker. Jeez, I didn't realize yeah. you were that tall. <laughs> so that was oh, great. So I so I had I had him sign my copy of Revenge because it's one of my favorite Kiss albums. I love Bruce. So so just and then fast forward back to what Zeus said. So we, everything that pretty much Zeus is talking about, we missed. Yes. And do we want to do we want right. to tell people why we fucking missed everything on Sunday? Well, I just want to run down a couple of okay. things and Go get ahead. us to that point. <laughs> we'll get to so that. Sisters Doll. I guess they played songs like King of, King of Hearts, which they yep. tore up. And then Peter comes out and does two of the three songs. I think he did when he played with them before Creatures Fest started. So he did Don't Let Me Down and he did words with them. Mm-hmm. And apparently one point he forgot his little fucking finger puppets, whatever he was using to tap along <laughs> And he like didn't realize he had him in his back pocket, and he said something like, "Get some fucking old or something." I don't know what he said. Yeah, he, I think there were castanets he had, and he was looking for them, and uh, he couldn't find them. He's looking all over the stage, and someone said, "Peter, they're in your back pocket." He goes, "Oh, oh, 
you know what happens when you get old thanks sonny (laughs) that's the part that gene saw probably that he's complaining that peter look old but let me tell you i mean we're going to get into more peter when we talk about bruce but peter was an absolute all-star all week oh i love peter you know peter again you got to remember these guys sign on to do something so if peter signed on originally just to do the meet and greets right Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you hear peter might jump up on a song Oh, Peter might jump up on a song with Ace. Peter might play drums with Ace. Yep. Peter might be doing a couple of songs with Sisters Dolls. And then you hear, you know, obviously we're going to get the Bruce. He jumps up with Bruce for a couple of songs. This is all, I mean, once in a lifetime stuff. He's never played with Bruce before like that. Except, yep. I mean, he's played once on with Unplugged. But all this stuff, Peter didn't have to go above and above and beyond to do all this. Nope. Right. And his wife couldn't have been nicer when I met on the... Uh... On the meet and greet. But so they did those songs and also Quiet Riot played. Thank God I didn't see them. Um, I'm all set. And although I love Rudy Sarzo and I always have a fun little thing about Rudy Sarzo. He's in three of the biggest band albums, videos, but not the songs. Yeah. On Blizzard of Oz, the videos for those songs. He's on the Quiet Riot videos for that number one album he didn't play on either of those albums and then he was on the white, white snake. snake videos in 87 and he didn't yep. play on any of those albums all three <laughs> that's fucked up but he's i love rudy sarzo million stories but let's go back to why we missed all this tom all you so we had the vinnie vincent meet and greet um and <sighs> God almighty. I mean, we, we literally were in line. So I'll tell you this right now. In retrospect, it turned out to be one of those things that ended up being a a pretty awesome memory because it was, yeah, because it was me, you, Gary Cap, and Danny (laughs) Pooney in line for the Vinny, for the Vinny meet and greet. Gary, you having a great time in this line? I fucking hate everybody. <laughs> hey, Gary, how's, it, what's, how's, going, how's your flight going? <laughs> so, what flight? <laughs> I got a headache now. in Nashville for three days waiting for Vinnie Vincent's autograph. See, this is why I'm not... Now, I'm not exaggerating when I say we were in line for four hours four hours give or take and the funny thing is so as these events that zeus was talking about you know the 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 kiss the kiss comedy the sisters doll show we'd see people coming back and forth and they'd be like wait a minute are you fucking guys still in line for video we're like yeah so come to find out fast forward but just so we know just yeah go ahead context how many how many what was the length of time for the other meet and greets half an hour pretty quick pretty they move they, they move pretty quick so we're so that so this is why the line I'll put it in perspective Tom right here at one point I went and came back and I took a photo and this is about a half an hour to 40 minutes when we waited of the people in line yeah at this point it says 559 and that was a good half an hour 45 minutes yep because I went to go use the bathroom remember I'm I'm like I'm gonna go back to lock I'm gonna go back to our room take a piss I'll be right back and I want to see where it is so I could kind of measure how fast it's moving. It didn't fucking move. It didn't move. Wow. So then this is the photo of me at the tank after the photos were done. Yep. That's at 918. There you go. <laughs> so what wow. happened? What, what, so come to find out. We'll fast, we'll fa- fast forward through it. So what happened was 
there was nobody policing the meet and greets. Okay. And here's the thing about how I said earlier in the show about how my or our meet and greet with Vinny was the best because Vinny loved talking to the fans. He was engaging with people, asking questions, talking to them about the band. If you present, so I have, I'm a big vinyl bootleg geek. So I have a, 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 a bootleg. Um, it's called Rio Rock City. And it's a vinyl of the Maracana Stadium show in, in, in Brazil. And the cover of it has the tank with Gene, Paul, and Vinny on it, all in the makeup. So that's what I wanted him to sign. So I presented it to him. And he couldn't get over. He's like, oh, this is beautiful. This is wonderful. And he was showing it to his 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 handlers. And they were like, we were on top of the world at this time. And he flipped it over and he looked at the track listing. He's like, this was such a wonderful event. I remember the show. And, and he was just really, you could, you could see that there was like, that he was passionate about his history with the band, even though it was kind of short and crazy, but he wanted to just keep talking. And then Zeus, then Zeus, w- w- the two of us are talking to him at the same time. So, and then, couple, and then Zeus, uh, go ahead. Yeah. But the other problem was, his handlers were letting him get a, do too much. So we yes. took the photo first. Yes. Everybody else, I think we took the photos last. So we took the photos first. The problem was it was on the tank and you'd go up to Vinny and he had his, um, his pink uh, Jackson. The V. The v. The v. Isn't yep. it Jackson? Yeah. Yeah. So he would talk to people. People were talking to him for like 20 minutes. At the like photo op. Stop yep. talking to these people. The photo up, you asshole, or the other people. His handlers should have told them move along. You have. But now wait, let, wait, hold on. Let me. So let me listen. I wasn't in the line, so I don't know. But to me, and, and this is the first I've heard of this. So I'm glad of this happening. I heard the lines were bad because of the negotiating and all that. No, no, no. I'm so happy to hear this because to no. me, if you told me you got to wait in line for four hours. But then when you get in there, you're going to have a real meet and greet. Yes. You're going to yes, talk for was. 20 minutes. You're going to hang out. You're going to reminisce. Yep. I'm exaggerating about the 20 minutes, but you no, but whatever it is, but, but a real, a real conversation with someone, I'll take that any day over yep. a half an hour line. And hey, God bless. Right. Yeah. Right. So you, are you guys in the grand scheme of things, you you think that was better, worth oh, it, right? And we that was the best meet and greet of all. Great. Oh, so no doubt, awesome. no, not, not even close. close. Yeah, right. not even. The close. problem was work it so that that meet and greet can be when you meet him, not right. when you're taking the photos, because otherwise you're doubling it yeah, up. Yeah, but it's hard because if he's if he's personable he's like that, yep, he's engaged. So when we got around, of course, why don't we just listen? Oh. Hi, Vinny. Hey. I am pretty, pretty clean just to lick it up. This is what I have listening to. Wow. This album. That's I love amazing. you on this album. Thank you very much. Right. I'm so caught up in this. Now, me and my buddy Tom over there, we have a, a this podcast, like I'm sure you've heard that 15 times. But number one, yeah. we're the number one ranking. Fifty-five. Oh, my, 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 my,
Yeah, that's all right. We've been at it for about three years. All we talk, all errors. We sing your praises all the time. We did a nice review of all systems. Right, that's good. Love it. You like that album? I say that time of year, for some reason, should have been one of the, it's the Mount Rushmore, that era of the type of ballad. I thought that out, that song specifically should have been. You, you are so right. You couldn't be more right. Right? Yeah. And uh, I found out that Love Kills is constant. I love that. I mean, we all, we talked about it. We yeah. just say that whole album never got... It's just like certain stuff with Kiss. And certain people are like, ah, oh, that's Kiss. They make the radio and stuff like that. But same thing with that album. It yeah. should have been way Should have been huge. That yeah. time of year was just... Oh, yeah, that that was like everything. To me, that was the the ballad of of the decade. You know, say it all the time. That time of year, right? We that time of year. Time of year. Yeah. If we ever someday we could ever pull you in and talk with you, like, we'd love it. We'd be honored. But honestly, thank you very much. My pleasure, and, my uh, friend. Stay healthy. What's your name? My name is George, but everyone calls me Zeus. You won't forget that. Right? Okay, Zeus. Nice, right. nice and easy, right? That's right. And that's my buddy Tom. He does the podcast. Where, where, where are you guys out of? Can you tell from the accent, Boston? Yeah. Boston. I was gonna say New York. No, that is like we do not like New York. But you know, I knew you were up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's close, uh, You're like right. Boston. How's Boston? Oh. Yeah, I'll tell you good. one quick thing uh, about it. Every time Kiss uh, comes and Paul comes out, he doesn't realize it. So he'll say, like, he thinks he's endearing himself to the crowd. So he'll say, you know, we started right down the street in New York. And the whole crowd boos him. And he's always like, taking a back. What the hell did I just say? Don't say Boston, uh, New York to Boston. Really? You don't like you know, you know, the rivalry. I didn't that. Oh, yeah, we don't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let you talk. Pleasure. George, good to see you. I do. We'll see you. Hopefully, come on sometime. You know what? Don't be surprised. I might take you up on it one day. You'll find us. We're online all the time. Biggest social media. Best one online. You'll hear us. You know, when it. You know, you're, you're, you're... Go ahead, you can come on, Tom. Go ahead, I'm listening. I'm just going to say, you know, you're... Uh, I, I don't do interviews anymore because... because just for a lot of reasons. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. But I don't do them anymore, but, you know, when people really know what you do and yeah. they love what you do, it changes, you know? Of course. I opened the door for 20 minutes or half an hour just talking about that time of year with well, just talking just, about just that, that song. Just that might, might get Just that Absolutely. song. Absolutely. Alone and talking about the brilliance of that album. That's, we, that's the one that gets us. And we did a nice, we did overall. That was our favorite oh, yeah. one. All systems go. That's really epic. amazing. Epic. Wow. Pleasure. I'm, I'm honored. Thank yeah, you. Not a problem. Yeah. Shout it out loud, Cass. Just remember that. What's that? Shout it out loud, Cass. That's awesome. Remember. Don't forget it. Uh, got it. Yep, yep. Got a special one for you. What's that one? Special one. It's from the Brazil show, Americana Steve. Oh, is it really? It's a big famous show. Yep. We try. We, we, we try. We were all pretty famous. that era. And I thought this would be perfect because it's got the tank right on the front. Yep. That's good though. That's Yep. That's cool. Love it. I don't know what color you think would be the best. Blue. We don't get to come yeah, out this way that often. Right. This is a big trip for us to get out here. So. Yeah, when he was, yeah, when he jumped on, we were like, yeah, we're in. We're in.
You know, for me, this was the closest feeling of excitement and the times were changing. It's the closest mirror reflection that I remember being a kid in 1964. Yeah. How old are you? 49. Yeah, you could feel if something changed. Yeah. By night after Kennedy was assassinated, something changed to when the Beatles came. Yep. Yes. And then, and then the era, you felt it. This, what could be better, man? It, what kept getting better and better and better, more exciting, more exciting, more exciting. And the '80s to me always were the reflection, like a mirror reflection mm -hmm. of. When 82 happened, mm -hmm. I felt, I said, man, something magic is going on. I don't know what, yeah. but I could feel it. But when we did America, on, I knew it was magic. You know? This tour was incredible. Yeah. It sounded insane. Yeah. When the exposed came out, and then that footage came out of that, and everybody saw it. When we were like in, we were like in middle school. I was with you. When it showed, it showed the crowd with Gene pumping his fist, doing I Love It Loud, it's like an ocean of people. Yeah. Yeah. We were all like, awesome. Oh my God. Yeah, we were on top of the You were. Attorney and correction office. Seriously? Yes. <laughs> we check off all Real the Real estate in bankruptcy. Uh, so hopefully, you know, buy and also lose That's what he does. That's right. Really? Yeah. Happy to talk to him anytime. <laughs> all right, man. He's a fan. Anytime. All right. It's a pleasure. Right. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah, I was appreciate it. Like I said, if you're buying and also losing, it, you call me. Thanks, guys. Yes, yes, yes. If you get a chance, push him to come on. We'd love to have him. So I don't know how much of that you guys caught, but basically what I started, I think I did, I went up first, right? You went up first. Yes. So yes. I, I got his attention because I said to him, hey, I just got to tell you that time of year <laughs> I went on was like the greatest song of the night. He's like, yes, yes, it was. See, I, I love talking to people that understand. I was like, I was like, yeah. And then when I started getting into it, yeah, we have a kiss podcast. You should come on. And then his handler's looking us up. It's like, wow, you guys have this. Oh, wow. Oh, like, yeah, you should come on. He goes, well, if people are like, you know, nice and they want to talk about it, I'm like, dude, I just want you on just so we can talk about All Systems Go because I love that album just about. That. And I'm trying. I'm like, Tom, what do you think? What do you think? And they were both saying to each other, dude, they're going to listen to one fucking episode of ours <laughs> or look at some of our titles. Or look at Chris and Cusano landscaping and, and it's just stupid shit. And they'd be like, get the fuck out of it. Nah, so, you never know. So while we were doing that, then I was talking to one of the girls that was one of his handlers. And she was telling us 
I just listened to, I was at the listening party for his record. I'm like, you yeah. heard it. She said, yep. yes, it exists. It exists. She goes, he was so nice. It was such a great time. I got to listen. I'm like, were there any songs? She goes, well, yeah, everyone, there was a song. I'm like, yeah, but was there vocals? She's like, I, I don't remember. I'm like, okay. How do you not remember? Yeah. It must've been some song. But you know what she didn't remember? You know what she didn't remember? She was talking about people not paying attention, being respectful. And I had to throw away some asshole, fat, loud mouth. I'm like, well, did he talk with a southern accent? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Did he have thick glasses? She's like, yes. Oh, no. Because that big baby, he was acting like I assaulted him or something. The guy weighs like 600 pounds. Oh, come on. You are disgusting. Oh, I was like, this is what she was saying to me. Let's I'm not like, forget about the uh, let's not forget about the other funny pod Zeus okay, during the photo d- during the photo op. Okay, oh, so 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 me and you both get the the photo at the same time. We're in front of the tank. It was pretty awesome. Vinny's got his uh you know his pink thing. So of course Zeus, everything's a fucking joke. Oh <laughs> yeah. So we're sitting there, you know, we got out, we're looking at the thing and we're like, so Zeus is like, oh yeah, this is great. Hey, eh? uh, in front of the tank, like, yeah, military, like right. Private Cusano. Right. And I'm like, you did not just fucking say that. Oh, I said you it to not him. Just, you just, you did not just say I said that. it to him. Yeah, I, I know you Private I, Cusano. But in addition to that, at one point, look at Joey's Joey's like a disgusted parent. (laughs) I was just trying to be silly. At one point in line, we were like next in line and there was a big husky. I thought that's where you were going. Oh, no. Husky security guard. Oh, yeah. And I was like something about love gun. I was like, yeah, like tank gun or something. Like, what did I say? It was something. Something. You made like a love gun joke or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh, like a tank gun. Oh, that's next. And he and the fucking big bodyguard protective is turns back to me. goes hysterical. (laughs) (laughs) And just look back. I was like, fuck you. I'm like, and he's like, don't say anything. We're almost there. We're almost there. And I'm thinking he will kill me if we get thrown out when we're the next in line. I've been waiting for I'm telling you, I felt like. I, I felt like I, I felt like George at the soup Nazi soup. <laughs> one crab bisque. Take a step to the left. Uh, excuse me. You didn't give me any bread. He he had no sense. He just looked hysterical. Oh, God. Like, fuck you. I'd say that's my love. I love the pink. <laughs> Sorry. I thought that was okay. Meanwhile, the big body guy that looked like uh, broke down diesel from WWF days. He was super nice. He was telling us all sorts of crazy ladies. Did you hear about the stalking lady that got fucking thrown out? It was the the crazy chick from uh, the Kiss Cruise. Yeah, that had all everybody that's listening. If you guys were on the Kiss Cruise, remember the lady that dressed up for Halloween as Carrie and had blood everywhere. She poured all. She poured blood all over herself and got it everywhere all over the cruise. Well, apparently she was on a fucking most wanted list and was stalking. Who who was she stalking? Ace or Vinny? Uh, was it Todd or Vinny? She was stalking one of them or Bruce. Oh I don't know. God. 
and she got warned and then she kept doing it and then kept so they like you got to leave we can't kick you out of the hotel but you're nowhere along this stuff and kept showing up and they had to fucking arrest her or whatever yep. Yep. it was fucked up I'm wow. surprised you didn't hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody got well, busted for stalking. You know, who, you know who I didn't hear you mention at the pool party? Maybe you guys missed her. Did you guys see the girl that was in the bikini? Oh, my God. We have pictures. That you couldn't see the bikini? We have pictures. Yes. I don't remember you guys mentioning her and last she wore, episode. And she, and she wore a sash because I think she was getting married. I don't know what guy lost that bet. but Sweet <laughs> yeah. heaven. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I think we we may have backed off on that because maybe Courtney was the guest, so we didn't want to get into fat chicks and bathing suits. Well, we got into it a little bit later because apparently me and Tom took a, a selfie of With ourselves. Oh, no, 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 no. We this took a selfie worse. of me and Tom walking, and I guess behind us was what you would call like you know a heavy set woman in leather pants. <laughs> Go ahead. And then the kiss tides on Loudcast was like. <laughs> like you know, quoting, most definitely quoting all that shit. The bigger the bush, in the you know, uh, all that shit. And then the poor guy writes, "Hey, gentlemen, that's my wife." Oh no! <laughs> I'm not laughing at him. I'm just no. Though so I said just, to Zeus, I go, Zeus, we got to do something about this. We can't have this. So he he sent us a DM. Yeah. This is I saw the thing online because then I read his stuff after. But he sent us a DM. He's like, hey, guys, can you please take this down? My wife got upset about this. Oh, my God. And we're like, what the you fuck? See, we're always making about? new. We're always making new friends, Joey. And then I we think- saw and we're like, like nothing was done on purpose. But like show show Vinny that thread. He'll come on. Oh, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, we, we left off with Vinny and, and stuff. Yeah. And so we got some great photos with Vinny on the tank without Vinny and us just fucking around the tank. It just took a long time. Yeah, because by so at, at this it. at this time of the night, now we're starting to panic about missing the Bruce show. Right. Yes. Because we because we, we missed everything else. So we're like, holy shit, it was it was so I'm like, we gotta go. We gotta get this. We gotta go and see Bruce. So we we finally we, thankfully we make it in there. Did Vinny with- happen to mention not going on the middle elevator to you guys? <laughs> no, no, no. So of course we so we finally make it into the venue to see the Bruce show. Thank God. Um, and the set list was heaven for me because he decided it was celebrate the thirty years of revenge by playing the entire album, which was fucking incredible. Uh, with one little special. Uh, interlude in between, which I thought was kind of odd, but I loved it. So they did Unholy, Take It Off, Tough Love, Spit. Peter joins them for Hooked on Rock and Roll off of his solo album, which awesome. I love it. I, I know you guys love it. I just thought it was kind of weird. I, I loved it. I thought it was great and unique and something that we've never seen. I love before. the song. Me too. I, I love it. And you Me know, too. it makes sense before they get really into the rest of the set. They want to do a performance. I'll take it. I know it interrupted Revenge. Right. But I'll take it. It's a nice little break. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. I, I I saw Peter do Hooked on Rock and Roll and Soundcheck with Bruce's band. Nice. Oh, nice. Awesome. Unfortunately, there's a couple incidents in Soundcheck that I had to remove some people from Soundcheck. Ooh. And, you know, these especially older people, you know, I, to me, I had a long conversation with Peter backstage during, during Bruce's set how, you know, Kiss should be doing a victory lap right now with Ace and Peter on board with them. And P- Peter, you know, between you and I was was just very ag- ag- agreeing with me, saying that's all I want. I just want to celebrate what we did. 
never said a bad word about anyone. He's a sweetheart, never speaks ill. And even Gigi, listen, Gigi's hard sometimes, but Gigi's a sweetheart too. Gigi only speaks bad when she's defending her husband. And I get right. it. Right. And I get it. You know, when people say, you know, they don't need a Peter or they don't need Ace. They're washed up and all that stuff or drugs. And, you know, with the, all the bullshit that Pete, that uh, Paul and Gene say about them, it's horseshit. You guys know that as well as I do, even if you're not fans of theirs anymore. Right. Yeah. It's garbage. The stuff that Gene just came out of saying how Ace is not in shape to play a tour. And oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah. Ace has been playing. Ace, the grueling schedule Ace has is probably harder than what Kiss does flying on their private jets. Mm. All right. So, I don't want to go off on a too big, a big of a detour. Are you on fucking crack? You think Ace could be on fucking Kiss doing what Tommy does right now? I, If you're telling me physically he can't do it, you're crazy. Ace could easily do a show every night with Kiss. Dude, he, he cannot do that. There's no way. I he has two fantastic guitar players playing. He plays every other song. Oh, let me jump in here. I nah, think he just plays solo. every now, but he plays every solo. If you watch Kiss play, dude, 98% of the rhythms of Paul anyway. Ace is in and out of rhythms all day long. He plays solos. That's what Ace does. Even on the even on the albums. A lot of Ace, a lot of the Kiss albums. Ace is not playing a lot of those rhythms. It's Paul. I'm right. just saying, I, I can't see Ace, f- f- never mind mentally, being able to put up with the tour. Yeah, but that's not what I'm saying. All Physically, right. let's get, I don't let's think get so. the, Let's get the train back on the track. We're not anyway, talking about whether the, Ace the, is... The, track, the train Muppet is back on. Unfortunately, some people were removed from the Peter Chris sound check. Not, to, not because of me, because it was requested and things I had to do what I had to do. All right, so after that, they do uh, they get back into the set. Let's do God Gave Rock and Roll to You, Domino, Heart of Chrome, Thou Shall Not, Every Time I Look at You, Paralyzed, I Just Wanted. Then they do Car Jam, and they break into Sword and Stone in the middle of Car Jam, which was uh, a nice big fan favorite, nice little uh, unreleased track there. Finish off back with uh, Car Jam, then they do an encore of Tears Are Fallen, Crazy Nights, and Turn On the Night. So, I mean, what a fucking unbelievably amazing way to end the show, especially for me personally, diehard revenge guy. We all love turn on the night. So talk about a a, a, a cherry on top of a weekend right there. Um, thoughts on that, Joey? I mean, you, you were right there. You saw the whole thing. Oh, Bruce. I mean, Bruce and his band are phenomenal. We know what we're going to get from yeah. them every time. They're incredible. Doing the, the whole revenge album was was great. But again, to me, the highlight is as great as the Bruce band is seeing Peter up there doing Mm -hmm. songs you would never think he's going to do. How why is he getting up with Bruce's band to sing and play drums on Hooked on Rock and Roll? It's just it's a once in a lifetime event that Neil put on, you know, and I said it to him, you know, he thinks he could do it again and again and again. I don't know if what he did could ever be duplicated. Mm. I really don't. Nice. Yeah, so after that, then we kind of wrap it up. We go back to the bar and we assault Rudy Sarzo. Uh, <laughs> Zeus, tell everybody what you posted. A, I think we posted pictures of that. But yeah, we were all hanging out late nights. Our last night, all the podcasters just, you know, enjoying. You can't put into words, really, what what that camaraderie, a bunch of us KISS fans and KISS podcasters and yep. all of us. No drama, no bullshit, no fucking animals, just buddies that we don't get to hang in person with. Yep. Just laughing it up. 
And then we're drinking. It's the end of the night. And then all of a sudden, Sonny drags poor Rudy Sarzo by us. Everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> like rape him and put him into the middle of a photo. Dude, with us. The guy was terrified. First of all, he looks like my old Italian grandmother. He's like three and a half feet tall. He's Wait, so like 70 pounds. He's so frail looking. The look on his face when we're all like, Rudy, and we took this awesome group picture with him. He was so gracious. I think he was terrified of what happened to him. It was it was awesome. And then, like Zeus said, that was the last night. So we shut the bar down like we did every night. We we go out into the lobby, and literally no one wanted the night to end. It was like what th- three o'clock at two thirty three. I don't even know what time it was. Nobody wanted the night to end because we knew that we didn't know when this group of people was going to be hanging out again together in person. Cause it's so rare and it's so unique and it's so awesome. I think the last person we left was with Joey with Joey. That's right. You, I think you were the last person left hanging out with us. And it was just, everyone just making jokes, cracking jokes. And uh, uh, I think uh, Joey pointing out people that he had some sex capades with. Yeah. yeah I banged <laughs> her. I did this. I did this. That is absolutely can't be true. <laughs> Because the only people then that, that I would be attracted to is, is possibly Jericho and Rudy Sarzo. So, well, oh, oh, by the way, with Rudy Sarzo, I did get a, get away with one minute. I, I pulled him aside and I just asked him and I had to do this. I was like, I love the fact that you keep the torch alive for my favorite guitar player. Rand. And he took his hands, did a little prayer thing. Oh, yeah. Put it towards his heart like this was like the oh and i was like yep i got to tell him that yep and uh, but, i love that yeah i mean i i, I gotta tell you the, the whole weekend obviously was great with all the the kiss alumni and all that stuff but hanging out with all the people all the podcasts all the people you never get to see or have never met before there's so many fans that i met through podcasts and stuff like that that i know their names and i know their twitter or and or facebook or instagram t- handles and I have no idea what they look like. None yep. of them. And yeah. I met so many of them. It was incredible to meet these people, hang out with them. And I felt like they were all brothers. Every one of them. Yeah. We talked about a lot of them from the last show, but like there were others that we didn't really get into too much. But we uh, here, like we hung out with Gary Cap. Uh, oh, my on, God. Awesome. On this show. He was awesome. Uh, we hung out with, you know, Jeff Trot sitting with you, Joe uh, Polo and all you guys and Sonny, obviously, and Danny and. And Tony Musalem was there. We talked um, about the, the twisted the fl- kister. We talked about last week, Brad. We hung up. We could be Brad we, we Rustoven. Knew, we, yes. Backpack Brad with his beers out of the backpack. Oh my God. Even Just, Brad, same thing. I've, I've known him, you know, I've heard from him online a gazillion times. Never yep. met the guy, but when, as soon as Boom. I met him, same thing with like you guys. When I meet you guys, it's like instant friendship. I knew oh, it feels like we know each other for years. Yep. How about our good new friend, Tracy? The first oh, loudcaster f- female. That's that right. We, we met in person. That's right. And yep. you didn't believe she existed. I she ex- yep. She was great. Tracy was great. is awesome. Yep. Awesome. And she's on awesome. our website, guys. Yep. Uh, if you see uh, on, on the loudcasters. And again, anybody's got a loudcaster shirt, send it in. We'll That's put right. you up. But we met so many great people hanging out with you guys. And as much as you're a fucking knucklehead, Joey, we, we loved it. And getting the inside track from you every once in a while. Gather around, kids. Gather around, kids. Hey, you didn't hear this from me, but. <laughs> fucking awesome. Courtney, of course. Awesome. Yep. So if you guys had to give it a rating, I know we don't like to rate things and stuff like that. But if you got to give Creatures Fest a rating, don't specific, you know, don't say, oh, well, if this happened, this. 
What would you give it? One out of 10. I'll put it to you this way. I don't know if I could give it a number, but I'll say this. And this might be a controversial take. But for me, I had a more enjoyable time on this than I did on the Kiss Cruise. And I know that that's. I had a lot of people say that. And I I know that's. Yeah, it's Zeus the same way. I just felt like the mixture of performances, downtime. Everything being close together, the the nighttime hangouts at that bar mixed with just yeah. the nostalgia of seeing Peter and Ace and Vinny and Bruce and meeting people. I just, to me, I felt, I just enjoyed myself more. I love the Kiss Cruise. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But I just felt like the Creatures Fest event was just killer. To jump on that, Tom, the things that stick out for the Kiss Cruise, we didn't do meet and greets with the band. Right. The, the theater show was incredible being that yes. close to kiss. Yes. I, I, I mean, that's a feeling I'll never forget seeing kiss that close up. Yep. Then seeing Bruce's band for the first time live and not knowing what to, that, that is what I've seen. So that kind of, yep. Although his band was just as awesome at creatures fest. I was blown time. away the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So, you knew what but, you were getting yeah, right. Sure. Yeah, exactly. But the difference is the hanging out portion was so much easier. Just you're on dry land. The the hotel room is nice. You sleep at night, get up whenever you want. Everything was right there. That made life easier. And they were more accessible. I hate to say it. The fucking, you know, the the more blue collar people were at this, not the ritzy people on the. That's cruise. the other thing. This was a lot more accessible to like yes. the, the regular, the quote unquote regular kiss fan. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and you guys are awesome. Like we hung out with our friend who was playing Joey. We hung out with our friend, Chris, who was playing. Right. Like uh, we look at Todd as a buddy and we look at Bruce almost as a buddy. Right. And I met Peter, Chris. Right. What the fuck right. you put it? I would say I, I won't give it a, a number. I would say a grade. What would I give it? I would give it an A. Yeah. Uh, it's absolutely. Just the, the food on the Kiss Cruise. Dude, the the 24 hour buffet, you can't put a price on that. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) After a while, the food at the the hotel, it wasn't bad, but your options were limited. Other than that, it was unbelievable time. If something like this comes around again, I highly suggest you do it. Neil doesn't fuck around. He put on a great performance. He, He did. Yep. Yep. Right. And Neil did not do this to make money. Let me tell you that. Neil. If he broke even, that's incredible that he even did that. But Neil did not even come close to making money. He didn't set out to do this to make money. He did this. He's a fan just like us. He put it on because he knew everything that he, everything he kept adding after the everything was basically sold out. Everything he kept adding cost him more money. Oh yeah, even to have that tank built, all that stuff costs a fortune. Yep. But he want he knew each thing he added would have made it a little bit more special, and and yep. it was every little thing that he added was great. Yep. He was adding artists at the last minute, like yeah, the tickets already sold out. Why are you adding this band? But- even the pool party that was a last minute thing that we came up with. That was he did podcast Rock City with us. I never knew, knew Neil before. We were talking on on air, and then we talked we talked a little bit off air, and he called me the next day. He said, dude. You want to be involved in this anyway? I'm like, what are you thinking? And we brainstormed that we came up with that. That's awesome. Yeah, he talked about us with about like, hey, do you want to get a table with me and Tom? Like, dude, we want to walk around. We don't want to fucking booth. And we used you guys for your booth, so it worked out perfectly. 
Yeah, but it was great because you said you just sit there for a little while. I loved selling merch and talking to people yeah. and then getting up when you want. It was it was I thought I thought it couldn't be any more perfect the event. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have asked for anything more, except mm-hmm. maybe not coming home with COVID. <laughs> and giving yeah. it to half the people there. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, Tom, what we do next is what? We do our question of the week, and our question of the week is sponsored each week by our good buddy Joe Decker and his company Fusion Tech. Fusion Tech is a recognized communications contractor specializing in the construction, splicing, testing, and documentation of all types of fiber optic networks. Along with that, Fusion Tech Electric can service all of your electrical construction needs, commercial, industrial, and utility, as well as electrical substation work and all UPS and DC power plant installation. Fusion Tech currently operates throughout the five boroughs of New York City, as well as New Jersey and the tri-state area, providing union labor with IBEW Local 3 in New York City and IBEW Local 164 and Local 102 in New Jersey. For more information about Fusion Tech, visit their website at fusiontech-llc.com or call them at 973-650-1357. And this week's question of the week comes from Larry on Facebook. And he says, guys, enjoyed week one of the Creatures Fest review. I'm assuming week two is coming. Of course it is here. Easy question. Based on the performances of Peter, Ace, and Vinny, did any of them increase, decrease, or have no effect on their chances of ever joining the band on the end of the road tour? (laughs) Joey. I think Ace and Peter both increase. I think they showed professionalism. I think... Peter especially showed that he could sing, he could play. Yeah, Peter's not going to do a whole tour. We get it. Peter's more than capable to get up there and do a couple songs with Kiss, whether it's drumming, whether it's singing. We all know Ace can too. Ace has been on Never Stop Touring. The the one downside is I really think this was Vinny's opportunity to show, hey, here I am. And Vinny could, listen, Vinny has a little niche market here. He could be doing what Bruce does. He could be going out there and saying, hey, here's my band. I'm going to celebrate my era of Kiss just like Bruce does. I'm going to celebrate my solo career. Here's our band. We're going to go on tour, whether it's, you know, stuff like this, Kiss conventions, Kiss cruises, all that stuff. He could have got back in that that, that great light with the fans, with the promoters, and I, I really believe with Kiss. Because I know, again, gather around, boys. I know for a fact, <laughs> Eric especially, Eric Singer had people reporting back to him real time what was going on mm, so nice. they okay. know exactly what was happening zeus what about you obviously I, I, i'm a, i'm guessing larry didn't include bruce in this because everybody knows bruce is right of course a superstar stud performer so well after ace dropped out, i don't use tracks the next <laughs> oh, week yeah i don't see him well, get increasing his chances of joining hmm. but i do see peter because i think peter gets his limitations and I, I think that he could pull it out. He's not asking and he's not saying anything publicly. If I come out to play, then that guy's got to leave the stage. Give him something that he can be uh, feel respected. And I think he'll, he'll, he'll come on board. I yeah. really do. Yeah. So I think that's the case. Uh, Vinny, no chance in fucking hell. Kiss would ever advertise Vinny to be part of anything with Kiss because they can't trust him to do anything. Yeah. I think Pete, I think I think Peter definitely amped up his chances 
Um, I think Ace is Ace is he puts his foot in his mouth like he, he'll do a decent performance and then he'll say something stupid like Zeus just said about the tracks and stuff. So he, he's completely unpredictable. I think that's why Paul can't stand him is because he's unpredictable. Yeah, Vinny. I don't think Vinny was ever an option even before Creatures Fest. I, I think that I think they have. And I think Bruce is a definite. I think we all agree yeah. that Bruce yeah. will, will be part of a show down the Some, line. Yes, something. But great question, Larry. Thank you for contributing on Facebook and thank you. Joe Decker and Fusion Tech for sponsoring. Yeah, Fusion Tech. Yeah, Fusion Tech. In the tri-state area, Joe E. Isn't that where you live? That is. Yes, it is. Oh, poor New Jersey. Whoa. Rather hang out with Fusion Tech. All right. Uh, Tom, where can people find us? Uh, people can find us. Uh, start off with our awesome, uh, fun, interactive website, shoutoutloudcast.com. You can find all of our uh, episodes, all of our rankings. Uh, you can find pictures there. We got uh, Cruise, Creatures Fest, Friends of the Show, like Joey Casada. You can uh, go there and buy his book and buy uh, maybe uh, glossy 8 by 10s of his face. I don't know if those are available yet. Uh, you, can they, buy, you, can buy, you can also buy Shout Out Loudcast merch on our website. It's your one-stop shop for everything. Uh, you can also reach out to us by sending us an email at shoutoutloudcast at gmail.com. And, of course, we're on all the social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Interact with us. Tag us. Uh, if you prefer to keep your comments private, you can send us direct messages on those. We appreciate those. Um, and as we said earlier, Check out Patreon. We love our Patreon family, and we're also a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. So check us out. All of that information can be found on our website. Yeah, and you can DM us, DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we're over the 600 mark. Let's get to the 700 mark on YouTube. YouTube. Lost my voice, so I can't do it as well. But uh, yeah, on, on YouTube, please subscribe to us there. You don't get to see Joey's handsome face, but you can listen to us there. So please subscribe to us there. Give us one of those five star child reviews on Apple, iTunes, on uh, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Facebook, wherever you can give those reviews. They help uh, move us up the food chain and um, and help the show out. So and please, I always like to repeat the awesome new website. Shout it out loudcast. Dot com shout it out loudcast.com you can see our rankings our episodes um see some of the people we've had on like joey's handsome face Woo. um and uh it's always a great time over there so please take a look there and our email we prefer emails of all the contacts is always the best because we do read them all shout it out loudcast at gmail.com shout it out loudcast at gmail.com joey where can people find your handsome face well, obviously, I'm across social media. My name, Joey Casada. You can find me on all the all the platforms like that. <clears throat> Same thing with YouTube. My show, Top Five with Joey Casada, weekly show. It you can find it on YouTube as well as all the all the streaming platforms like you guys. It's a fun podcast. We list we list all different things and all different subjects. Reminisce about our childhoods from the '80s and from the '70s and stuff. It, it's a lot, a lot of fun. Of course, my book is on sale on Amazon.com. Start with the dream, a drummer's journey from rock and roll to TV to Broadway. It's really about me growing up as a Kiss fan and then ultimately getting to tour with Kiss. Uh, I toured the country with them in the rock on the Rock the Nation tour. And it's all the behind the scenes stories from that Kiss tour. If you just type in Joey Casada on Amazon.com, all my stuff will come up, including that book. It's a great, it's a great, 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 great read. 
It is a great book. Yes. You can go on our website and click on Joey's headshot. And it takes you right to Joey's shop on Amazon. I didn't know this. this. Kill two birds. Get a visit to the show uh, webpage. And you can go to Joey's Amazon page. So what we always try to do, Joey, is we uh, leave us with famous last words, which is kiss lyrics. You got one for us? You want to think of one? It's, just it's not on. necessarily a kiss lyric, but I do have some famous last words for you guys. Oh, no. Remember, don't use the middle elevator. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's a good famous word. I'll take that one. Tom, you I'm, got one? I'm going to stick to some kiss lyrics. Okay. Because this reminds me of maybe something somebody there at Creatures Fest in that hotel was doing. I tie you to the rings. I feel your fever rise. We love to do the things that others fantasize. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. I said, baby, baby, when I'm on the ground. Yeah. When I'm on the ground, try to keep my chin up. Feel I'm falling father down wow okay and right, i got a quick one oh the boy could play before he learned to crawl worked in a band who had no name at all every morning at the break of dawn you could see him dragging home his drums i was vaccinated with a victrola needle and baby i'm hooked on rock and roll oh the dulcet tones of Joey Casada. What a wonderful way to end. Doesn't that version of the of the Phantom of the Park when they do the solo songs in the movie, doesn't it work better? Yes. No, I don't like the solo songs. I like the 70s porn music going. Do you know, I do like I, I, I like the Scooby-Doo cartoon music too. Oh no. I like I just both. that's what I'm used to. I remember seeing the when I saw Attack of the, the the Phantoms on I think it was Kissology for the first yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this is so weird. I can't even watch it like this. It is I, weird. I, that's when what I'm fighting used to the now. monkeys and I hear New York groove, it just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, that I agree. Good call. Well, Tom, Joey Casada. Kiss Tards, Loudcasters, Kiss Army, <laughs> Creatures Fest, everybody out there. Thank you so much for listening. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me, you stupid bastards. Till next time, till we have to badmouth someone else. I'll be back. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for everything. Joey, love having you on here for this marathon episode. You thought feedback was long. Fuck it. We didn't even have feedback, and this is still going to be four hours, maybe. <laughs> But uh, we love you guys. Zeus, as always, thank you. Loudcasters, again, thank you for the, the the endless support and care and concern and the kind words. I love you guys. You know that. Thank you, everybody. And Joey, again, thanks, buddy. Peace out, Girl Scout. Woo. Hey, Zeus, it's me, Lisa Sparks. Happy birthday. Your friends, Jim and Denise, wanted me to wish you the best birthday ever. 
Hopefully your 49th has been great. Your 4th of July weekend, even better. But I was told that you got, you are the one of the most caring podcast hosts around. This is their favorite podcast. They love you. And they've done nothing but rave about you. So I hope that you have the greatest of birthdays and keep caring and hanging out with those fans and really interacting. That's awesome. I do the same thing. So I'm really excited to see somebody else do it too. So keep the love going. Keep that interaction going. And from Jim and Denise, happy 49th birthday from me, Lisa Sparks. Bye. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.